red zone has always been for loading and unloading. There's never stopping in a white zone. Don't tell me which zone is for stopping and which zone is for loading. Listen, Betty, don't start up with your white zone shit again. Smoking or non-smoking? Smoking, please. Have a nice trip. Enjoy your flight. Would you like something to read? Do you have anything light? Oh, how about this leaflet, Famous Jewish Sports Legends? Yes, thank you. But enough about me. I hope this hasn't been boring for you. It's just that whenever I start to talk about Lane, I always get so carried away. I lose all track of time. Well, I could go on for hours, but I'd probably start to bore you. You know, I really couldn't blame Elaine if she wanted a career. And they built those roads. They had no thought of drainage in mind. So we had to take a special jeep up to the main road. In fact, we were lucky to even get a jeep since just the day before. Only one that we had broke down in a bad accident. Would you go up, please? I love Spielberg. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it. Uh, pardon this interruption for this technical malfunction. I think we we're, we're a little bit rusty. We haven't done this show yeah. in a fucking year, so yeah. things are a little rusty. On we're in a show. new environment. I mean, I'm drinking rosé. Mike's drinking water. The computer's smoking stuck. Smoking a vape pen. The computer is stuck. Uh, we're going to have to redo all this. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too lazy to do that. Is anybody uh, still listening? Huh? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, they're all still there. They're yeah, all yeah. still there. Uh, these are all real people. All right, oh, here we go. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Let's, can we start now? Let's do it. It's not real until the... I want to start now. Okay, well, let's start now. It's my silence, your phone. That's better. I love Bud. Start out with Appaloosa. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have. I don't even have a single song ready to rock. Oh no! What'd you do? Ah, oh, Lee, it's just sad in here. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, if you stay away for too long, you get rusty, Paul, and that's what happened to us. We just gotta grease the wheels. Yeah. You ready, you ready yeah. for the song? Yeah, yeah. Would you? 
Oh, yes. Man. Will would love this. Yeah, he would be all happy this about This is Dwight Yoakam, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, obviously, this is very live. We got Doug asking us Dwight Yoakam. Hey, so the other day, I was coming back from uh, southwest Florida, and uh, coming up through, the, like, we cut across country, so you go up 75, and you got to yeah, cut yeah, over, yeah, pick yeah, up 10 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I drove right through Lockaloosa. Okay. And the first thing that came in my head was the song. Paul had played it from the other day, and I, I don't know that I'd ever heard it intentionally before, but, uh, you know, J.J. Gray and Mofro yeah, yeah. and that song yeah. Lock Lusa that they do. Yeah, it's good. I, I was literally in Lock Lusa. What a shithole. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. I drove right through, like, I was like, welcome. I drove past signs of welcome to Lock Lusa. I love that song. You know, it's, it's a great song. But it's but. all about timing and perception. Oh, yeah. I mean, no. when, when, you, when you roll into a small town in Florida, it's all about the timing. When did you get there? What yeah. was going on? You know, I mean, well, I, st- I stopped at a little gas station right there in Lock Lusa because we we needed. Uh, I needed yeah. a Red Bull actually at that point. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it was. I definitely was. Uh, it was the the local hangout. Uh, not too many teeth in there, but uh, they had Red Bull. So you know what are you gonna do? But there's like a little Indian guy running the gas station. And, yeah. You know, it seems yeah. like you know. The, I guess I, I don't know. Like that seems to be a thing. You know, we're, like nationwide, where the the Indian Pakistani folks seem to really gravitate towards the gas station business. Wow! But, um, wow! Like I, I look at that guy, and like obviously he's not from Lockloosa, right. and I'm like, <laughs> how did you end up running a gas station yeah. in Lockloosa, Florida? <laughs> like I wonder if this is like you I know, know what's you know what's funny? You were probably talking to a multimillionaire. Maybe yeah, he I probably know. owns three hundred gas stations. Smart man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking his job. I just it gets me curious. Like. I did watch this yeah. thing like Chinese uh, folks, you know, they talk about Chinese restaurants. Yeah. Like that's actually the thing. They actually recruit them. They go and work for companies yeah. that place them in these Chinese restaurants across the country, helps them learn English, really? helps them get used to the, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. So they start in like New York City when they immigrate and then they like they go these companies are like talent scouts basically. Wow. Wow. And they say, Okay, look, we got some jobs for you in bumfuck Indiana or wherever. And it helps them learn English, they learn how to, to you know, and it, it really helps them assimilate and then they can go yeah. do whatever they want. And they write. But I wonder if gas stations are the same for like Indian folks if they're like, hey, all right, well, we got an opening in Lockaloosa. Well, remember Will telling that story about he saw a guy that had a magazine called uh, Convenience Store Daily? Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. How weird is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's an industry. Oh, yeah. Have you be. ever been to Matt Lachey or is it Matt Alacha or Matt Laka or Matt Laka? Matt Laka. Matt Laka. I don't know how to say Anybody Matt listening Lacha? to this needs to Matt Lachey. Send us Matt an email. Lachey. Tell us how to pronounce <laughs> yeah. that. Matt Wasn't Lachey? he on Friends? Wasn't Wait. that like. <laughs> That's Nick Lachey. Oh, right. yeah. 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 I was married to <laughs> Brit- Britney Spears, right? Goats. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Uh, the, the other blonde girl. Sorry. Well, whoever she oh, was. Um, yeah. She was from Dallas. What was her yeah. name? I don't know. She was... That, Jessica Simpson. Jessica Boom. Simpson. Got it. And Nick Lachey, wasn't that like 98 Degrees or one of those boy bands? Yeah, like, you well, have all the albums. Don't look at us. I <laughs> just nailed the name of the band. <laughs> uh, so what's everybody been doing since uh, we last separated? Jesus. You mean a year? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's been... It's been uh, <laughs> It's been since February of last year. Everyone, Mike and I did a couple of our little yeah, Rob little things. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's different. Which, which you guys kind of intruded Bought, on yeah. one time. Yeah, 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 we did. Kind of made we fun did. of us. Dropped in. We were all really jealous. We weren't getting invited regularly. So, oh, you got invited. You just wouldn't show up. Yeah, difference, right? Yeah. Well, Jesus, you can only say no so many times before you stop getting the call. The traffic in Charleston has gotten. Insane. Traffic. Now that you can actually call it traffic now. It's psychotic. Oh, dude. Yeah. 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 And it just gets worse. Like it yeah. seems like every day. I saw a police officer just melt down the other day. 
<laughs> was he doing traffic <laughs> copping? It was a she. But oh, sorry. I should have. Yeah. I shouldn't have just assumed it she was a man. She lost it. Yeah. She went. Like downstairs. in her car? Was she outside doing traffic? Yeah. She like, hit the parking brake, put on the hazards, got out, started screaming at people at a red light. It was. It was nuts. Nice. Well, Alex saw a wreck this morning in front of him. It was foggy. Dreary. Oh, morning. it was really foggy this morning. Huh? Was you talking about Alex Horton? Horton, yeah. Smooth he, move movers. He was smooth, smooth move. 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 This this section is brought to you by a smooth move. <laughs> so you I need a move done smoothly. Call Alex Horton. <laughs> <laughs> smooth move. So why is it Alex always seems to see something like you see there a UFO? It's Bigfoot. Yeah, a wreck in front of him. Didn't one of his trucks get burned down in the middle of the night? I don't know. You didn't hear about that? Do we need to call him? Get him in on the show? <laughs> you might, we might need to call him. At this point. Yeah. So he had, I guess, across a bridge. He was going over the bridge this morning. Yeah. I don't know what bridge. I think Wapu. I would imagine because he lives Probably. on that side of town. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's quite a few bridges. A guy was going around him very fast, and they decided to, you know, change lanes, get in front of Alex. Well, that slight curve movement got slick on the metal part of the bridge. Oh, yeah, the grate can get slick as hell. Oh, got wow. slick, and then when he hit okay. concrete again, it got traction and flipped him. Oh, what? And they had to carry the girl out of the car. What? She was fine. I got pictures. I got pictures. Wait, so, anyway, it sounds like everyone is okay. He's like, I just can't believe that girl's not dead. Oh, wow. It's nuts, wow. Man. By the way, if you're listening to this right now, um, and you happen to know who that is, we are... Very, very sorry. Let me There's see the pictures. first picture, then just swap, swipe. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That was like right after it happened. I wish you guys could all see this. Yeah, and PSA, yeah, if you live anywhere near a drawbridge or swing bridge that has the metal grating, that shit will get slick yeah. when it gets wet. Or, you know, if it's cold, it gets he icy. He said he but just went straight into the guardrail and flipped. Yeah, I mean, it's just slick metal. I mean, what do you expect? But anyway, but okay. What? Uh, God, let's. Well, her eyes are called. Chrissy Cross. I know. She's fine. All right. Yeah. So anyway, traffic is bad in Charleston, guys. Yeah. I think we, we need Mike Shisesk and me. Oh, yeah. The, the helicopter. Yeah. We got to get him report. back on it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe we can get a late show traffic report. We might have to. What was his? I don't remember his name. Mike Shisesk. We have his number. Yeah, we'll call him. Yeah, He'll kind of like the Duke coach, but not the Duke coach. Yeah. If he's, I mean, if he's on air right now with the local news, we can't get him, but we can get him in between. Yeah. I bet we can. Yeah. For our commute home. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it's been a while since we've done this little rusty. We're probably going to have some production issues. We've already had a couple. But yeah, we're, you're yeah. never going to know. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to fix those. They might know, Paul. We're pretty uh, bad, but we're pretty bad at this to begin with. So. Doug is drinking currently rosé out of a can. I'm drinking natural light, and Mike's drinking water. Yeah, Look, yeah I'm, water. I'm, I'm just telling you guys. If you have not heard about this company, Underwood, this, this uh, or, it's Oregon. Yeah. Seriously, it is wine out of a can, and it is fantastic. You well, that's gay. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that there's anything yeah, wrong with that. I like but, it. You know. I like it. I like it. God, Doug, I hope I never go fishing with you and you bust out wine in a can on the uh, boat. Like, I might. I might. <laughs> I might. So, okay, so it's been about a year since we all got together. Uh, we're obviously missing somebody very, very important. Yeah, we got Will. Hopefully he's going to be on the horn later, and uh, yeah. we can bug him, at least get him involved in a segment or two. Let me text him. He's he's the hardest one of the group, just being that he lives so far away and has so many offspring now. So why don't we go around the table? We'll start with me. <laughs> What's the most exciting thing 
you been up to since we last recorded a barely live? Are you asking yourself a question right now? You ready? Yeah. Here it goes. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, I drink too much wine and work in commercial real estate. So that's, uh, yeah, we had this epic deal the other day. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Mike, what have you been doing? Oh, and, and shoot. I really, to be honest, I haven't been doing much. I've been working a whole lot. Just hitting deer on the side of the road. Yeah, well, that oh. was last week. I smashed a damn deer. Um, I went turkey hunting up, and my hunting club's like, uh, it's about an hour out of Charleston, north of Waldboro, and there, uh, the last little segment of the drive is this like little country road. And I was driving a little too fast because I was running a little behind, and uh, I was trying to get, I had to get to camp, get some things before I went, and it was starting to get light. So, any was, drinking involved? No, it was, no, okay. it was, it was okay. like 5 a.m. Doug, I hadn't a lot been drinking of vape yet. Pen, <laughs> a lot of tobacco and so I'm, of vape. I'm charging, <laughs> charging along, and I'm, I'm doing 50, 55, or something like yeah. that on this road that you shouldn't do 50 or 55 on. And uh, it was one of those things where I saw her, the deer, I'm assuming it's a her, none of them have antlers this time of year, but I saw just eyes look at me from the ditch, yeah, and I was like, like, oh no. shit. And I knew she was standing there, so I backed up, I let off the gas, yeah. but I was just like in my head doing that, don't move, don't move, don't, you know, just yep, hoping she yep, wouldn't do yep. something stupid. And she stuttered. She did something stupid. Yeah. She dove out of the ditch, like, and tried to get, mm. I'm like, bitch, uh, clearly I'm the only car out here. Like, there won't be another car for hours after I pass right. you. Just stand still. That's all you have to do. She dove out in front of me. I got on the brakes, but it was too slow. So I probably hit her still doing 45, 50. I'm so just, sorry. Yeah. Crunched in front of my car. And I drive a little, I drive basically a freshman college girl's car anyway. So it's mostly plastic. What kind of car is that? It's that Ford Escape thing. Okay. So, so thing. just so I understand, what exactly did it feel like to be driving the Ford Escape five in the morning, hitting a deer drunk? I wasn't <laughs> Thank drunk. you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you for having the courage to ask that. Oh my God! So anyway, mashed up the uh, mashed up the bumper of the car and radiator and all kinds of shit. But it was did drivable. You, did you let the deer go? I did. She got. She walked. <laughs> I didn't see. I went and looked for her. She wasn't in the ditch. She wandered off. So I'm assuming she's dead somewhere else. But keep she them wet, Michael. Yeah. Keep them wet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. if I if I had found her, I w- she would have been laying in the ditch still. But she would be minus some back straps probably. <laughs> all right, now, honestly, you tie some of the best flies. I've ever used, I've ever fished with. Now, you're going to honestly tell me you didn't try and take anything off the height of that deer. No. I, first off, you weren't listening to the story. I didn't find the deer. The oh, deer okay. wasn't so there. It, it really yeah. did. Well, As she wandered off. I'm a, I hit her hard, so I'm assuming she died elsewhere, but she managed to limp out of my range of being able to find it's really her. really sad. Probably, yeah. Did um, you give her any of the beer you were drinking? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> No. Well, on top to compound my woes, I, I managed to limp back to, to. I managed to limp up to the club. It was only like a mile from there, and the car was drivable. So I got to the club, kind of did some basic. I had to pry the bumper back so it wouldn't rub the tire. That kind of bullshit. And then I was mad, of course, and, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm still going hunting." I got all the way up here, so you you should actually write a letter to Ford Motors <laughs> and be like, "Look, anybody who's picking on anyone who drives a Ford Escape." I'm driving a cherry red Ford Escape. It's not cherry red. I would there ride whoever well. owns it. It's kind of red. <laughs> it's not red at all. It's, it's black. black. It's black. The car Whatever. is black. And, and just so you know. Four pounds. I mean. Nailed it. Yeah. I would call whoever owns those deer and tell them to get their fucking deer in the fence. I mean, well, my wife's like, well, I was like, I guess that means you need to hunt less. I was like, no. Yeah. It's actually the opposite. It means I need to hunt more because there's obviously too many fucking deer all around if they're running in front of my car. It's a perfect we're example. We're going to have to edit that F word out. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. Oh, we can't cuss now? Yeah. Good job, Flip. Doug's drinking wine. I'm on the water <laughs> train and now we can't cuss. <laughs> well, folks, it's been fun doing the Barely Live podcast, but it's over. We're back. Man, we're back. Over. Coming out there. <laughs>
<laughs> we're, we're you're older, we're wiser and more adult. I, I, all I have left is cousin Paul. <laughs> That's all I got left. So, what did you do with all the empty beer cans? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you recycled them. I always recycle, Paul. No. no. Always. No, man. But yeah, I got a middle finger from a turkey that morning. I managed to call one in within 25 yards, but he was like behind some bushes, couldn't get shot. And then he finally just like said, fuck this, I'm out. Mother Nature put the smack down in your car. Oh, dude, it was bad, dude. I was, oh. Yeah. I I definitely had some stank on me. Like something happened. I must have done something bad in my life. I thought I smelled that when I walked in. Yeah, I took a shower before I took it. It doesn't continue to the Keys trip. Don't put oh, that evil on don't me. Don't you put that evil on him, Paul. Wow. Well, the more I say it, the more less likely it's going to no, happen. No, that's not how that works at all. That's <laughs> so. Uh, so you're going to be a the opposite day. So when do you leave for the for the keys? Uh, May 11. We'll be down there May 11. May, May 11 to, through the 18th. You're making the annual pilgrimage with all all the buddies. Yeah, we usually the do the Everglades, yeah. but this year. So last year we. So last year was like our sixth year in the Glades, yeah. and we've gotten pretty comfortable in it and stuff. And but we've kind of been forced by weather to fish the West Coast for like yeah. five years previous, it's a lot. Yeah. or like three years previous. So like, and, and there's nothing wrong with fishing the West Coast. It's, it's amazing, but it's a different style of tarpon fishing. Right. It's dark water. You do a lot of blind casting to rollers, or you know, you know that kind of stuff, and and that's fun. And tarpon are still amazing, but. We want to fish, you know. We want to fish clear water. We want to sight fish. Mm-hmm. We want to fish the that kind of thing. So you got some good anglers too. You got germs. You got Luke. Yeah, who, who else? Who so else? germs, Luke, JJ, James JJ. Newman, yep. um, mm-hmm. myself, and then now Tucker's not going this year. He's got a baby to be due. Tucker's right close. Well, his wow. baby's coming right close to the time, so yeah, right. he can't get out. So uh, Mike Santelli's going down cool. with us. All right, um, nice, taking nice. his boat. Nice. But uh, but yeah, this year we rented a house in uh, in the Keys and up in Isla Mirada. so we're going to fish from Isla Mirada. we'll fish the ocean probably some of weather permitting and all and then uh, yes. I'm, I'm still going to fish Florida Bay that's really what yeah, I love to yeah, do I love fishing laid up fish and singles and doubles you in the bay you can make that run oh all day that's not bad yeah. well yeah. I'm not I'm not going to be in the mud cricket which is going to be a plus uh, Santelli's just retrofitted his old Lappy Hughes he's wow. literally nice, yeah. he's finishing painting it now but cool. he stripped it all the way down and is rebuilding it and cool. so we'll have a we'll have old school Lappy Hughes that's awesome man. which is gonna be yeah. fun to fish fun to fish down there and so yeah excited about that trip five weeks to go um, and then I'll have a week of tarpon fishing to cleanse me of whatever yeah, well, you do speaking of cleansing you wanna tell everybody about how uh, <laughs> Mike's on a cleanse right I'm now. I'm not on a cleanse. <laughs> He's on a cleanse. I'm on a diet, but I'm not on yeah, a cleanse, man. Yeah. No, I got fat, and the wife wanted to He's go not diet, fat so anymore. I'm still fat. But, so. you know, I'm, I, I've, I've lost a little bit of weight, but we're working on it. I had to, I had to shake oh, off, man. Just, I'm getting older, and I, and I can't. You can just shake it off. I wish. It'd Do be you feel like a ton of, like, everyone tells me when they stop drinking for, like, a week or two, they have this amazing, like, clarity about everything. No, like, no, no. I, I don't. I don't feel clear about anything. I, I just like. I mean, I, I don't. You're just skinnier. No. Nah. Well, for me, it wasn't even about like I, I don't drink a lot anyway. I work like I said. I've been right, working right. overtime for six right. months. So like, and I don't drink before or after I work really. So for me, it was the weekends. I was just drinking, and I wasn't going hard or getting drunk hardly ever really. Right. But it's just consuming a lot of beer. It's just a lot of calories right, and right. shit that I didn't need. Do you think that's why you hit the deer? <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think that had anything I'll to do go with ahead it. and answer for him, Doug. Yes. All right. Oh, all, Lord. Right, all right. So we've got him on Mike. Mike, you got an epic trip coming up. Can't wait to hear about it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, Paul just got back from wow. a big trip. Wow. My lips show it. Yeah, 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 he looks like he's my in, lips still. He's the been story. kissed by the South Indian Ocean he's sun. He's got a giant scab on his lip. <laughs> Big Indonesian French kiss. Ooh, you gotta be careful, them, like, them French girls. If it you did laugh hurt, too man. hard, it, w- it would crack and bleed. Yeah, right? it sucks. Yeah. Oh man, like you eat a sandwich, you look at your sandwich like a oh, red dot oh, on oh, yeah, yeah, blood. Yeah, like fuck. Uh, so but yeah, up. yeah. Where, where were you? I was in those Seychelles, the uh, the ones that that Mike speak of very. Small like. To oh, be fair, I only do. talk shit about GTs. I do not talk shit about the Seychelles. I would love uh, to go to the Seychelles. However, that's true. I mean, I'm not gonna go there to catch a jack. I like, will. I mean, I know you maybe aren't. a South Indo permit or something. I might be. I will to. say those damn things are pretty ridiculous. They're, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean they're jacks. So. I went into it with an open mind, with Mike's way of thinking possible. Right. They're gonna let me know if that's true or not. But these damn things will move. <laughs> 20 to 30 feet, feet for like a fly that's six inches long. They hear it. They hear it. And they're like, yeah. not that any jack doesn't do that sometimes. Yeah, but mean these things, yeah, but these things are, are crazy. They, uh, apex spread. Yeah, they just yeah. bull charge yeah. to the fly and eat the shit out of it. Sometimes they won't eat it. Like the craziest part is when they yeah. bull bum rush the fly from that far away and all right. of a sudden just stop on a dime and don't eat it. Right. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's kind of even as cool as them eating it when they do that. I mean, everybody's seen the videos. I mean, you guys seen seen the the flip flop, the flip flop video where the guy like literally throws a flip flop out there and they're already in a feeding frenzy and they just tear it up. So, I mean, and their backs are halfway out of the water when they charge the fly. When you were getting there, I mean, this epic, epic trip that must have just been an Can you say epic one more time? Pain in the ass. <laughs> epic. I mean, we just yeah, had an 18-hour flight. I mean... 15 or 16 getting there. So, I had to fly to Houston. Right. Houston to Dubai. You leave at 8 o'clock. Because that makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did you fly over the Pacific or did you fly over back well, over the Atlantic? Is, Does it matter at that point? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> circumnavigating so, the globe. Come I didn't have to Columbus. do that, but that's where my do. whole group yeah. was. Like, yeah, yeah, I get you. I so get I could have flown to New York and like just hoped that I everything mm-hmm. went right. Of no. course you could, Magellan. We hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so uh, Dubai. Did, so you, du- did you spend any time in Dubai? Six hours in the airport where we played trampoline uh, dunk ball. Nice. I think I saw the uh, the, fa- the Instagram videos of that. It was tiring but fun. Yeah, they the trampoline. You have two trampolines. Yeah. No, yeah. big trampoline, and then you just slam dunk the ball. Like they had one medium and then one super high. I couldn't quite make the. Super Paul's high Paul's one. never dunked a ball before, but no. give him a big trampoline and it's on, baby. I had, I had some metal some metal bruises on my arm there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you would never stand out in Dubai. So. No. <laughs> There were there were Asian people all around us taking pictures of us. We we're like these people might think we're in the NBA. You know? No, they wouldn't, Paul. No, they wouldn't. They, they thought you were a Viking. What are you talking about? Uh, so we did uh, slam jam basketball trampoline style in Dubai, and then we had about two hours till a flight. So we went to a bar and kind of just all of us were just sweating yeah. and just oh, yeah. they'll, they'll stretch tired. Out the back. Well, yeah. let's be honest, Paul. You're pretty much sweating all the time. You're sweating yeah. right now, and then and, we're yeah. in the air conditioning. Yeah. So they actually talking. have bars in <laughs> Dubai Airport with Hard Rock Cafe. They have bars in every airport. The, it's the in most Dubai. Dubai is like the glitziest, biggest, fanciest, craziest, fanciest airport I've ever been. In. 
hot Ooh, girls to buy. That's what they uh, do. That's not old there. money, son. They might, but they have like raps all in their. They have like raps against you know all in their head and stuff. Okay. Wait, what? You know, like the wraps, the veils and stuff. Oh, okay. You know, they're called Eastern. burkas. Okay. Yeah, they're called. So they might have been hot. I couldn't tell yeah. though. Okay, okay. Um, but and then um, yeah. had our flight. How long was it? How from long was the flight from Dubai, Dubai to, to where? what Madagascar? To, or somewhere? So we did <laughs> Houston to Dubai out with the lemurs. <laughs> Houston to Dubai, fifteen hours, and I oh, had yeah. like the whole road to myself. Uh, like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was great. Gotta love that. And then we had. Dubai to Mahe, which is like kind of equivalent of like Nassau in the Bahamas, gotcha. the capital of the Seychelles. Okay. And then we got there at seven in the morning. Well, the flight to the Outer Islands was at six thirty a.m., so we had to had get there a day, day early. Yeah, yeah. So okay, then we so time out for so a just like going to the Bahamas, you got to spend a give night in Nassau. You got to spend a night in Mahe. Yeah, yeah. but give me an accurate like a, or just a rich description of how you actually felt at that point. I was terrible getting there because I. I had allergies from here. Right. Tired as shit. You're, you sleep two hours, watch a two-hour movie, sleep two hours. I, by the time I got to my house, I was a disaster. And you're like, I'm Total in disaster. fucking Africa. Like, what am Not I in Africa? Sorry. Well, Sorry, just, I dropped yeah, Just east of yeah. Africa. Oh, well. Yeah, just yeah. north of Madagascar, okay. south of India. Right. Just rocking the Indian right. Ocean. Right. <laughs> you know, feeling like you own it. But yeah, I was pretty miserable. Uh, I think I went to bed that night at like eight, and we had to wake up at like five. So I got, you know, nine hours sleep, and then I felt great. Who's the crew? Yeah, Harris. So Harris, you got Garrett, okay. Chance, yeah, Baron, and then Rooster, Rooster, who we're gonna call here in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And then a couple of their clients out of the store, out of the store, Brandon and Allen, and uh, we also had Rooster's buddy, Cobra Tigre, as we called him, KT. Yeah. And um, and then Simon Barr from England. Cool. So is it everybody just rocking on five cylinders? Or yeah. Are, yeah. Are, are people dragging? Like, oh I was the, I was the main guy dragging for sure. <clears throat> okay. So then then we fly the next morning from Mahe to Alphonse, which is kind of their their main oh, hub. Okay. That's the main island. And we had to pick up like some supplies. Because everybody was asking me, "Are you an Alphonse?" I was like, "I don't know, know what that is." We and were still two stops away from where we're going when we got oh, to Alphonse. Good grief! Like most people go to Alphonse. So were you just so tired of traveling? At this point, I'm feeling good because we're about we're finally the day of getting there. So I'm pumped now. Adrenaline. Yeah. So Alphonse, stop there for about an hour, get in the plane again, fly to Astov, which is a smaller little island where a lot of people go to GT fish and permit fish right. on this island. But that's where we got on a boat for an hour and a half to Cosmo. So, so was, we were on the flat. So right. we're on this flat, and the, the skiff is just, you know, kind of on two feet of water. It's not opening up yet because it's trying to get across. Yeah. But, yeah. dude, he goes, hey, mate, this this is what we call the wall. You're about to see the wall. It went from two feet bonefish water to, a to 1,500 yeah. feet. They said you can fish bonefish there, and you can possibly marlin. catch a sailfish or a marlin yeah. or, a dorado or a mahi. With the you know switching rods, if you're Jesus, it's crazy. Was it rough water? Not really, wasn't too bad. So and, okay, I always have these like images in my head of like what it would be like to roll up in that place, and like I'm always thinking like, don't don't roll an ankle, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't tear an ACL, yeah, don't, don't break a bone, yeah. Because where are you gonna go, right? I cause some of those kind of thoughts were like, what if I did yeah. this right now? What the fuck would you? Did do? you think about that? Well, there's so there's a little snail there, yeah. That I forget what it's called. Uh, 
cone it's snail? A, it's a cone snail. Yeah. Mm. And they're very rare to even see them. They're in the water? They're, they're in the water. Okay. Yeah. The, the only chances that it would fuck you up is if you went down to, like, pick up your bonefish or something. You just happened to. Oh, them. man. But it, they said if you're out there and that gets you, you're done. Because you're not going to get back to my hay Wait, for five what? hours and that thing gets you in three hours. Oh, it can kill you. Yeah, it can kill you. Yeah. They said one lady in Asto, like two years ago, they all yeah. came around to dinner. And she's like, I want to show you all the shells I got. And she just pulled one out. And they were all like, holy shit. And thank God like, uh, the, the, the specimen had died in the like, shell, so it didn't it's have... It's like she pulled out a rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Look at this cool snake I found. <laughs> He's even got a little sound maker on it's the end. He makes the cutest noise. Doesn't he? And there's, there's another thing that can get you, um, like a little weird little rockfish or something. But yeah. all that stuff's kind of more mythical than it is possibility of it really affecting your they day. They talked to you about pirates? No, it didn't come up once. Hmm. They said we do have protection at the lodge. If anything, you know, they just kind of skip over. <laughs> like, that me? Like in, they've got guns. They've, they've got, got guns. guns. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, if I was on that trip with Mike, Mike would be like, "Excuse me, sir, I have a question. Uh, can we play with the guns? Or where are they?" <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we get there like four or five. Everyone's pumped. Everyone's rigging up. Yeah, and uh, they're all going through your, your ten weights, eleven weights, what, tens what, and twelves, tens and twelves. So you're throwing tens at bonefish. Nine, nine and ten, nine for triggers, ten for bonefish, ten for permit. How are you carrying the rods? Like, I mean, in a I, boat. Like, okay, you're in a boat. I just picture you're getting on. You're walking a lot. We right? did some of that, but like when it's time for GTS, right? I'm not even bringing my trigger rod. Like, you do the triggers in the same place you did the GT, GTS, but you're doing the triggers like, like it's that. fucking go time. Yeah, like, yeah. When it's the like, GTS are there, like yeah. you, when you're, you like, see you're a GT, focused on that. I go yeah. put my trigger rod back in the boat, right? Like, right. and I grab my GT rod. Like you're, I'm done you're with ready to GTs. run. Yeah, yeah. And you're seeing them in the surf. You're seeing them just coming in. I mean, what was that like? Was, what does it look like? It's just like a bunch of missiles and rockets coming in with the surf. Because you feel the surf changing temperature. It starts getting cooler. What? Like, because you're at dead low. What? You're okay. at the surf yeah. dead low. You're waiting for that incoming. Right. And then all of a sudden, you can just feel the cold, cooler water coming in. And that's right when the, it's like crazy. All the GTs are just <laughs> that is. Oh, and so the first time you saw it, what you think? You're like, oh, well, my so, God. Well, so day one... We're fishing the outgoing, right. and it's just like here. It's a big tides. I think it's even like seven, eight feet there. Yeah. And we're fishing a flat. We're fishing a flat during outgoing, and uh, just anything that moves. You're looking for rays because right, GTs right. are on the rays. You're looking for permit. You're looking for anything at this okay. point. Okay. Okay. And uh, he said, if you see a ray, you're going to look for a fish. And typically, if the GTs are on it, they're going to be black. Because they're trying to show their dominance over that ray or no something. No kidding. So they actually turn, yeah. They... They're they're black on the ray. Wow. And if you spook that fish with your fly and throw it on his face, he's going to spook and turn blue. At that point, you don't even worry about casting to him anymore. Wow. And that's true. It happened. The first fish I saw was on a ray. I plopped him on the head because he had told me f- cast it like 10 feet off. Yeah. So you well, hit I, him in the head. I hit him in the fucking head. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to disprove him. I'm like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's been down here three yeah. months. Hell. Big guy on the block. So sure enough, I yeah. spooked the fish, and and then that was my first opportunity ever with. I think I, at that point, switched with Simon. I mean, you were just breathing heavy at that. It was point. so cool. Like, it <gasps> literally turned from black, yeah. pitch black to blue, like in three seconds. It was so cool. Yeah, so much for that. Uh, they're just a damn Jack. Uh, theory. Yeah, they changed Mike. colors, Michael. Good job, bud. Still Jack. Good job. Now continue. <laughs> so uh, it's cousin Eddie. So then we get like thirty <laughs> minutes later. I get back up, and he sees this kind of movement off yeah. off 
a dark spot. Okay. I didn't see it, but he said cast at one o'clock. Oh, like a coral head. Yeah. Uh, kind of like turtle grass. Okay. It's white sand, yeah. turtle grass. Wow. So I cast to it. Like, and all, how all long the, is this cast? Like 50 feet. Okay. Okay. And uh, all of a sudden, this just like Volkswagen comes out of the turtle grass. <laughs> and steady. Not like the smaller right. GTs that come right. ambush no, the fly. No, he was just like big mama. He was like, I'm going to catch this fucking fly. I don't have to like get faster. And all of a sudden, I'm still stripping. And all of a sudden, his, half of his body comes out of the water. His pecs just flare out. His eyes oh. are on top of the water. Just like in that bird eating video. Yeah. And he and he came up to the fly and decides at the last second not to eat it. Uh, and we're like, uh, oh! And at that point, we're like, did you see that? That was the most craziest thing I've ever seen. Just that whole yeah, chase yeah, and eat. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, all right. Well, so I cast back to him over my shoulder, about ten feet short of him into you the right back of him. Shoulder cast? Him? Yeah. <laughs> I've been practicing my whole life. Caught his moment. first GT on a got, back cast. All right, you know? I just got a boner. Uh-huh. All right. So. so yeah. 10 feet short of him and 10 feet to the right of him. Damn. And he just turned on it. And oh same God. thing. Did the whole like slow just, steady yeah. eat and then hammered it. And then it, and then all of a sudden he started burning line off. And then the line on my the floor, I could feel a knot coming up and oh, I went through the guide. Geez. Popped off the three sections. Popped, popped off the rod. Never forget uh, that, that sound. The guide, the guide was in the water because he was pulling the boat. Right, right And so right. he fixed the rod and pulled the knot out, put okay. the rod back on. Yeah, yeah. So we knew we'd have to deal with that later. And then we just followed this fish for 20 minutes. I'd gain on him. He'd gain. I'd gain. It was brutal. Like, I, I was done. Like, I was fried. How long are we talking? Like, 20, 20 minutes. minutes. 20 minutes. Typical just, jack But you're, you're a journalist. <laughs> Through the roof, you're just like, no, it's my I was running out of steam. I was running out. Okay, because I mean, I mean, you're hoofing it through the water. It's like yeah, I mean, my rod's starting to break. You're too. breathing heavy. You're just like all you're thinking about is I just I I, I want to see this fish. Well, my rod at the first feral has an angle at it, so I know my oh, rod's getting close to break yeah, too. So that kind of mentally yeah, kind of fucked yeah, with me yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So uh, we get close to it, and all of a sudden it's just not moving. And we get on top of it. We look down. It's a coral head down oh, there. Jeez. And it, we're kind of in a minefield of coral heads too. Right. Which I'm just like, oh, this could be, this is over. So guide puts shit away, gets in the water, swims down there, untangles the coral head, and then the line. I get slack again. I get like, I, and all of a sudden, I can feel something, but it's tangled up again on another right, coral head. Right. But I can feel the fish. So I'm like, right. okay, fish is still on. He swims over, same thing. Gets it out, and all of a sudden, you know, the the line starts moving, and I'm picking up line. And it's, it, it was moving only because he was already attached to another coral head, <laughs> still wrapping around another coral head about 30 to 40 feet that way. Jeez. So now I'm tied again, and he starts swimming over there. The guide's swimming. The guide's swimming. <laughs> to oh, where the coral yeah. head is. I hope he tipped this guy pretty heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah this guy's so a badass. He's yeah. probably 50 feet off the boat, maybe even more. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, he kind of looks at us, and he goes, you know, gets his breath and goes down, comes back up with nothing. And look, gasping for air, does it again. Comes Glasses, up with nothing. hat, everything's gone. Yeah. Well, no, he left that stuff in the boat. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he's done two dives on this third coral head. He's looking at us. I'm looking How at him like... How deep you think he's going? 10, 12 feet, probably. Dude, that's a lot. But with no flippers, yeah. no... Yeah. And like, wading shoes, yeah, probably? Yeah, wading boots. Dude. So I'm like, uh, he's about to go down for the third time. That's I'm hardcore. Like, so he goes down this time longer. Yeah. He's down a little longer. Yeah. yeah. Comes up with just his head, just going... <laughs> He looks like he's about to die. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, man. Like, I just feel bad for the guy. And all yeah. of a sudden, he pulls this fish up from the what? water. And he has it in his hands, man. It was so fucking, it was so cool. Oh, my God. And he's just like holding it. I'm like, yeah, man. 
Oh my gosh! So he swims back over. We we take yeah. it to the little uh, little flat and get pictures. And yeah, you know we measure it one twenty eight centimeters, which he's guessing between eighty eight yeah. and hundred pounds. Yeah, Jesus! He's like, you did it, man! This is a fish of a lifetime. Oh my gosh! I it's mean, I remember GT. I'm driving around Charleston and Alex Horton's like. What are you doing? I'm like driving. He's like, pull over. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> so I pull over and drastic. he's like, here it comes. And like that picture comes in. How big was that fish? 100. So four feet, four inches, something like that. Dude, uh, just a big. I mean, it is like there are two. And and I know it's you guys, crazy. you guys all know Paul. Paul's not a small guy. No, it's, and it's, neither was the guide. And you guys, I mean, that's a big one. Way bigger than it's a big one. I mean, it's crazy. Nuts. It was it's unbelievable. Awesome. I mean, I don't. After the rest of the week, I appreciated it because yeah. I didn't come close to catching another fish that big. Jeez. Like, did you catch any more? I caught seven more that day, and then every day. <laughs> Wait a minute! You caught seven yeah. more GTs that oh, day? Oh, we hadn't even fished the surf yet. That was still the outgoing tide. Like, we hadn't even gotten to the GT part of the day. Oh wow! Wow! So that's. I'm like, I don't know when to do this anymore. If that's what GT fishing is, that yeah. fish kicked my ass. Did any of the other guys see you? Hook yeah, up one with this fish? The, the one dude with me. Yeah, but uh, and then Harris caught one that day. I think it was 108 centimeters, which Jeez. anything over 90 is yeah. like considered a really great yeah. fish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in tarpon terms, that's probably like. Well, he said it's equivalent to a 200-pound tarpon, but anything over 120-pound tarpon that is fish, a great fish. You that, know? Yeah. that GT you caught is. It's a crazy. Of a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't appreciate it. Like I, I appreciate it because well, I know how hard it's so it was. Hard. Your adrenaline is going. Guide, to, it's like it's the guy. You might fish. as well be on drugs though, too, because your adrenaline's going that hard. Yeah, that you literally might as well be on drugs. I mean, it, it's like it's it, like you're drunk, and you try to look back on it, and yeah. you're you're looking through that like you know, I can look back on it now. Yeah, no. And you're like, golly. I mean, did it bark or anything the way a jack does? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it was grunting a little was bit. It? Yeah. Was it? But that fish, that fish is. Let me hear your best grunt. (laughs) That fish is equally the guide's fish as it is mine. Oh yeah, he worked for that one. That's cool. Like, if I thought for a second, am I going to go down there and dive for this thing? I was like, no, I'm not going to. (laughs) So the fact that he did, like, I'm not a big fan of the shark open water guy. You know, like. He wanted you to have that fish he so bad. Too, he was, mm-hmm. Dude, he risked his life for that. I know. I owe him. I mean, that is Tiger Shark. I owe him a left dude. pinky toe at least. Dude. That seems reasonable. Mail it to him. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> we'll get some 10 snips after the show. I'll, we'll uh, pop in some aldehyde and mail it off. But that's that's kind of the, the cliff notes. And the rest oh. of the trip was like everything diminished. Like everyone caught the most yeah. GTs that first day because of the best tides. Yeah. yeah. And then like I caught seven, then maybe four, then maybe three, then two, and then I went permit fishing, like, which saying. we still caught GTs permit fishing. So uh, did y'all catch any permit and bone fishing yeah. stuff? A couple big bones, but the permit was tough. Uh, last day I had my best shot at a permit. And it, it was a spook GT that went into this area, spooked out the permit. That's how we saw the permit. Then wow. I started casting the permit. And the GT, GT and the permit kept circling around the fly. But the GT was spooked, so we knew it wasn't going to eat the fly. But we thought that would make the permit eat the fly. You know what I mean? Yeah, competition. Yeah. Okay, so you know what that's like? That, that's like a hot girl jumping out of your car, running into a strip club, and spooking a bunch of strippers. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah. strippers are spooky. And now none, anyway. of them want, none of them don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> strippers are a lot like permit. They're, they're real, real skittish, you know, like... They've been burned a few times, I mean, so uh, you know they're real spooky. You can't have you can't have yeah. somebody stir them up. God, that's awesome. So, so the Seychelles are pretty cool. Yeah, it was amazing. It was really yeah. cool. Getting back wasn't as hard. It was tiring, but it wasn't as hard. But uh, reentry when I got home, that's when it got hard. But the actual traveling wasn't too bad. What did you feel like when you got home? 
just couldn't get my sleep right. I'd go to bed at nine and wake up at like three in the morning, ready to rock. Well, you know, if nothing else, I, I know that I, I don't need to go to the Seychelles. If it's all just jack fishing, then I mean, I know, there's no I point in going. Like, Chameleon like, jacks like, that yeah. like eat and break your rods, and, and so that first day I broke a rod and lost a fly line. Well, I had a backup. Yeah. But I'm sitting there thinking. I've already broken a rod and lost a fall on day one. Like, I'm screwed. Yeah, it does make it tough. You're getting your rhythm. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure they you had enough dudes with you. Somebody's got spares that you'd be fine. Dude, what an amazing trip. Bro. It was awesome. Yeah. So, okay, so if anyone listening to the podcast wants to see this GT, where do they have to go? I think it's on my Instagram. Is it? Paul Puckett Art. Yeah. Paul Puckett Art. I'll probably yeah. end up doing like a on the flood tide blog, nice. like a story about it. You need to. Man. You should. That fish is monstrous. I don't think I did yet, but yeah, it's amazing. Here you go. Congratulations, Paul. Thanks, guys. I was super jealous. Like when yeah. you called me and told me you were going to the Seychelles, I was so happy for him. I really like. I had a moment. I had to. I had to take a moment before I could congratulate <laughs> you. Uh, you thought about all that trash you talked about? Jesus. No, I just thought. I, I just. I, he got to go on an awesome trip, and I did. Well, it was <laughs> awesome. Pure jealousy. It was awesome all being with the uh, the Houston crew and the Gordian Sons yeah. crew. And, uh, That's awesome. Old GG and those boys. So it was fun. It's good to That's be great. Paul Puckett. You guys want to take a little break? Yeah, yeah let's, let's take it. a little break. Let's do it. We'll come back with more tomfoolery. Enjoy a little future burst too while you're at it. started out as a party, but turned into a case of the missing case. The really ended. We turned out the lights! Oh, Mickey! It's okay, doll. No, it's not. There's a case of Miller Lite missing. Who took it? Somebody in this room. Rodney! Hey, guys, take it easy, will you? Why'd you do it, Rodney? Cause light tastes great? Yeah! Cause light's less filled. Yeah! Couldn't do it. Well, I'm not even Rodney. Huge! I thought it was a costume party! Great mask, huh? But if he didn't do it, who did? They'll never figure out who took that case. Mickey, you did! Not exactly. Hiya, dog! <laughs> gotcha. Well, I'm glad we didn't go dancing. It's no mystery that there's only one light beer, Miller Light. Hello, Barely Live listeners. As you might recall in past episodes, Mike Benson's jealousy, hatred, and misunderstanding of the giant trevally species, as they are just like any fish. They're just jacks. Big jacks, granted, but jacks. Just jacks. No, they're not, Michael. No, they're not. They're a killing, eating machine of anything within 20 feet. They're nothing like a Jack Gravel or any Jack. They're just Jack. I've caught tons of Jacks. I've caught Amber Jacks. I've caught Jack Gravel. I've caught, you know, little rainbow Jacks. Michael, down the shut up. They're not. They're totally different. It's okay to admit and finally accept that you're just jealous of people that have been there and done it. I don't know what you're talking about. Today, starting with conjunction with the Tourism Bureau of the Seychelles and Flood Tide Company, we are starting a fund for Mike Benson.
to maybe one day in the year 2031 to visit the Seychelles and find out for himself what the giant trevally species is all about. I mean, they're just jacks. I'll go to the Seychelles, but, you know, I don't see this being a thing that needs to be happening. Michael, please let the people out there donate 50 cents at a time. Your 50 cents will get possibly Michael Benson to sit in cargo on the airplane, get to the Seychelles, and find out for himself what a killing eating machine the giant Trevally is. A jack. You're going to send me halfway around the world for a jack. Shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Seychelles. Seychelles. <laughs> Cosmo. <laughs> get the lead out, dude. Oh, get the lead out. Um, all right. So anyway, I think I think the that's a great cause. I mean, <laughs> anyone wants to contribute to Mike Benson, the beerism, tourism, beerism, commerce <laughs> association of the Seychelles, the Department of Beerism. Beerism. <laughs> beerism. No deer were harmed in the making of this commercial. Oh well. Well. So to tease later, Mike, you, yeah. you stumbled across some like bootleg copy tapes of like original recordings of the uh, Walker's K Chronicles. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, I, uh, I you know, I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm not unique in this, but everybody around my age or even a little older, you know, coming up as a kid on Saturday mornings, man, yeah. you know, yeah. flip pallet show, and you had Jose Wahebi, but oh I was God. always a huge yeah. fan of Walker's K Chronicles, so I was always, I was looking for like to get my hands on some hard copies because it's getting harder and harder to find that stuff. Dude, I and, love uh, that shit. And I so found much. some old DVDs, uh, or they were VHS that had been converted to DVD, and one of them had a bunch of extras yeah. on it. it had some outtakes and some yeah. like behind the scenes stuff, and we're gonna play a little piece of it later. But yeah, that was uh, I'm that excited was a cool to hear fight. that. Yeah, yeah. It, you'll enjoy it. I, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's very cool. Listen up. Yeah. And speaking of, along those lines, uh, today I, I was you know kicking around the house and I had you know YouTube up on the TV watching random tarpon videos stuff. And uh, Benny Blanco and the guys from Captains for Clean Water and all that uh, down in Florida have started a new TV show called Florida Sportsman Waterman TV. It's a lot of words. Yeah, a lot of words. I'm guessing Florida Sportsman Magazine is sponsoring it too. So it's Florida Sportsman's Waterman TV. Okay. And Benny Blanco is the main host, but he, the idea uh, being basically raise awareness, conservation issues. Yeah. So they're traveling around the state of Florida and different all the big key spots where you know everybody likes to fish and, and talking about the unique challenges that face each of those right, areas and right, water right, quality right. issues that are going on and the first episode was i think it airs on like fox sports south or something yeah but yeah. uh the first episode went on sunday i didn't get to see it so i watched it on youtube it is on youtube just you know go in there and search for it and uh it was flip pallet and benny blanco and they're fishing and uh the mosquito mosquito river lagoon whatever yeah. mosquito, mosquito lagoon indian yeah. river indian river mosquito lagoon that area right 
And uh, Flip, of course, who relocated to that area when, what, 90s after Andrew? After Andrew. Yeah, yeah. and so, like, it was Flip. But it was really reminded me of that TV show. Uh, it had a lot of heart and soul. It wasn't just, you know, hey, look how awesome we are catching fish. Right. Um, it was really, really good. And it was cool to see Flip on, you know, that kind of show again. And, and he was his old school, cool, badass self, you know, just... Being flip, you know, yeah. but I heard that, he used to be kind of wild back in the day. I bet, man. I don't. I mean, you, you couldn't have come up in Miami and been a fishing god yeah. in those days and not <laughs> been a little wild, man. I mean, there's no way. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I highly re- I highly recommend y'all watch that show. And big shout out to the captains for clean water and for Benny Blanco and those guys that, that took their time to do that. Um, it was good shit. Good shit. Yeah. It really was. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Yeah. I remember show the, review. The one time I met Benny. Uh, who's a fantastic guy, by the way. We went down to the Everglades. Mark Holyfield, like, uh, gosh, it when was. When y'all went down a couple years ago? Two years ago? Yeah. Or was it a year it? ago? No. Is that the one where y'all were, like y'all were staying at Homestead? And, yeah, 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 we were yeah. staying at Homestead. I remember. So I didn't know a lot about Flamingo. And we had launched out of Flamingo, went and fished, saw a bunch of rolling tarpon, jumped some fish, had a great time first day. Coming back, and I didn't know a lot about. You know the way things go down <laughs> when the sun's going down at Flamingo. Yeah, and if you notice and you roll up, uh, I mean, you, you put your boat in the trailer, you drive up, and you see a bunch of people, and you notice everyone's running. You're always moving. You everyone's never running. stand still. People were coming out of the bathroom and running. I was like, you almost thought, is there a bomb somewhere? Oh, because <laughs> people are yeah. running. Never I, stop. I, moving. I like jumped out of the car and was like, hey, guess what's going? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so did you start running? Yeah, <laughs> and I almost locked myself out of the truck. And uh, yeah, uh, we yeah, had it. We had it down to an out. art for the few years we were down there. When we would launch the boats in the morning, we would literally, um, if we were camped, we would yeah. get out and get out of the ramp, slam the door shut real quick on the boat or on the car, and you just you literally just start doing laps around the whole rig. And as you pass the truck, you grab something out of it, and then you go around, you drop it in the boat. You pass the yeah. truck, you grab something else, you drop it in the boat. And you run. And then you say, all right, go. And then one dude jumps in the boat, other dude jumps in the truck, and you back down as fast as you can so he can get away from land. There. And then you pull up, and then you park yeah. the truck, and you literally sprint back to the dock, and dudes, like, pull up, dive on the boat, and pull out as fast as you can. Mosquitoes like, are that bad. And this is while wearing your Gore-Tex rain jacket. It seems to be the only thing they can't bite through. A full layer of DEET. You know, yeah. like hands. I even put gloves on one day just so my hands would. I think would, they actually like the. They're date. insane, dude. They so just go and lick it up. I mean, and, and was, dusk and dawn. Dusk yeah. and dawn are the two time like that hour right around daylight yeah. and that hour right around dark. That's when they're the worst. I mean, so you remember? So when you're at Flamingo, there's that little channel you can take to the backcountry, right? That's Buttonwood Canal. Buttonwood Canal, mm-hmm. or you can go out to the ocean. right? Yeah, yeah, two ramps. So I remember the first day we were back there. And we got back. We were on the ocean side. We were in the truck waiting, Joe Kaufman and I, waiting on Jake and Mark. And they were, they had gone into the backcountry. So we're facing that ramp for the for Buttonwood Canal, right? And it's getting dark. We're getting worried. I mean, cell phones don't work down there. Yeah. We're trying to call them. We're like, where are these guys, man? Should we get worried? What do we do? It's getting dark. It's getting dark. Okay, all of a sudden, it's gotten really dark. It's nighttime, right? And I'm sitting in the car. Lights are off. We're just sitting there waiting. Joe's like, I think we need to get out and like start maybe like calling down the canal to see if they're there. We cut on the entire lights. And it was like... (laughs) (laughs) There were bugs. Were they? Mosquitoes clinging to the car. 
like on the outside, almost blacking out the windows. Dude, yeah, Fuck, like, I don't want to. At want night, that. at night camping though. in a tent, they get up under your rain fly, like against the screen. Uh, they can't get through the mesh, obviously. Right. But like while you're sleeping, you you literally like you you fall asleep to a console. You're, it was. I mean, it's, your tent it's vibrates at night, all night yeah. long, because of the amount of bugs that are trying to get to you in your tent. Oh my oh, god. That's crazy. <laughs> Well, and this now, granted, this is in tarpon season, which is basically yeah. mid to late April. You know, forward into the summer, they're this bad. Now, in the winter, I've heard it's not as bad. I mean, there's always bugs down there, but it's it's apparently not too terrible. Yeah. When in, and it's pretty busy. I've never been down there during that time of year, but apparently, like the campground's full and like yeah. it's a big you know it's a, a big yeah. happening thing. But like when we always went down, it was camp at your own risk. The campground was closed. You didn't have to pay to camp. But it's literally just the bugs are that bad, and it's a ghost town. It'd be us and like one other person. The first year was the worst, but we, we kind of learned how to mitigate it. But it, you just basically have to get your head right that right. you know this is just something we have to deal with. So and for us, br- it was always worth it. You know, to bring that tangent t- back to home, Benny's probably one of the guys who knows how to handle that. Because I mean, that's his home base. Well, you just get used to it. I mean, what, I, I don't know. I'd love, I'd love, to, I'd love to call him. To we that. need to call him on the next show and talk to him about the mosquitoes and flamingos. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to talk anything about fishing, Benny. We literally just want your opinion on mosquitoes. Yeah. How do you deal with I mean, it? Yeah, how do you, all at some point, you have to get kind of used to it. That's or his home base, man. Yeah, he launches on yeah. flamingo all yeah. uh, pretty much all the time. That's where he fishes. That's I mean, amazing. But yeah, I don't now, know. Now, if you launch on a flamingo, where do you live? Homestead, Homestead, South Miami. Yeah. Okay, I mean, what's that, like a 45-minute drive? No, oh. From Florida City to Flamingo is 30 miles, and the speed limit in the park is 45 and strictly enforced. And you should, yeah. and this is another PSA, like a lot of guys speed going to the park, you know, sure early morning. Yeah. There's all kinds of wildlife and critters in there. You need to stick to the speed limit. Slow down. Yeah, because people hit alligators yeah. and stuff all the time, so slow down, just drive the speed limit. And if, if you're not lucky, there's the wardens are pretty enforced that as hard as they can, but there's only so many game wardens. But, um, Good but yeah, it's down there, 30 miles. Yeah. So, I mean, it takes you about an hour from Florida City, give or take, to get to the ramp, 45 minutes. And then, you know, it's not that bad. It's a pretty drive. If, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful drive. Yeah. Because you're driving through the Everglades. It's one of the only roads that actually cuts down. If you get the sunrise, you get the sunrise. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It's amazing. In the park, it's but, amazing. Yeah. So, I, I don't know where Benny lives. I'm assuming he lives in Homestead, probably. Homestead. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And you're heading down there, not to the flamingo. Yeah, this is the, the first year. Yeah, like I said earlier, this is the first year where you're not doing the glaze. But last year just demoralized us, man. We we went to the West Coast because we're forced to by the wind. Um, we slept on chickies for four days, and it just it literally rained every day. I didn't have a piece of equipment that wasn't wet. I, I was wringing my soul out when I got out. Like, I was just wet and every day. And you had the chicky mystery. Yeah. The guy that... Oh, the guy... Some... Yeah, we won't get into that again. Wait, wait. But what happened? It's, I think we already talked about oh, we it. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, some that. gear went missing off of it. I'm pretty convinced it was this creepy they dude who was hanging out near the chicky. Because the, he wanted their chicky, so he yeah. sabotaged all their cookware. It just disappeared. Nothing else was missing. All the expensive shit that was laying on there, nothing expensive was missing except for my one tote. That had all of my cooking equipment in it. My stove. But he already that. expressed how he always stays on that chicky. Oh, this guy, he stays on the same chicky every Sabotage. week. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. So anyway, but yeah, so this year we we all kind of got a round table. We're like, look, we need to change it up at least just for one year. We might end up back in the glades because I love the glades. It's a big, yeah. scary, challenging place to fish. You're all by yourself in there. Like it's really the epitome of, of, of getting away yeah. from it all. 
But this year we opted. We're getting old, and we had a pretty rough year last year. <laughs> so this year we opted for air conditioning and a hot shower. And I a bet roof germs and was the one detractor there. Nah, yeah. Well, no. I, I think all of like, us. No, I want to go back. All of us really, at, at some point, have expressed that you know, this it, is we. Yeah. It may be a temporary thing. Like you know, we don't know. Like because there's a whole different set of challenges in the Keys. You got it's a young more pressure. Game. You got more pressured yeah. fish. You've got more people around. You got to deal with the the keys which is right. its own little you know thing so i mean it, i don't know we may end up back in the glades i think that's where we all really want to be um but at the same time we all kind of want to fish clear water to tarpon too yeah, you know I and, gotcha. and like i said and if it blo- if the wind blows east we may regret this move because the last few years it's been hard east winds yep and the only place to hide is the west coast of the peninsula which you know you can do from flamingo because you can stay out on the chickens yeah. out there or yeah. you can make the run every day whichever way you want to do it and you can get on that west coast and you're hid man you're out of the wind and you can fish and all that but you you know you have to deal with the keys or with the glades which is its own monster man it's it's a lot of gear and it's a lot of planning and it's a lot of work and then it can just shit on you in a hurry so have you ever read the book mangrove lightning i'm not Oh man! Mm. Yeah, it is now I got another one from. I've been looking for a book to read. Yeah, look that one up. It's uh, it's wild. Mangrove like lightning. Did you talk about the mangrove thing on the on the boat off air or on air? I forget. Oh, it was off air. But yeah, that was that was another. Inter- so I was down. Uh, I was down in West Coast, Florida, a couple weeks ago. Uh, my wife's parents are a little older, uh, and they uh, what do you call it? Uh, snowbird. Yeah. About two months out of the year down in Port Charlotte. Nice. And nice, uh, yeah. so just uh, north of, uh, what is that? Uh, well, I don't know. Anyway. It's near Boca Grande. I mean, you got yeah, Cap- it's right Cap- there. Yeah, Cap- right Cap- near Boca right We went out there. to Boca Grande yeah. one day yeah. and kind of sight saw and all that. Sepa, Cabbage Key. Did you go to Cabbage Key? No, we went to Boca Grande and I didn't go to Captiva and all that stuff, but I was hanging out with the old folks. So really, I didn't nice. do much. I walked a beach one morning down uh, Stump Knocker Pass. There's like yeah. a park there. I went sure. And, Walked the beach and hooked some ladyfish and you know whatever. Just cool. mainly just hanging out with the family. But I did talk them into going on a day trip down to the Everglades because none of them have ever seen the Everglades. Right. Right. So we went down to um, you know it was old people, so I had to <laughs> limit my what I was going to do. Yeah. So we went down and kind of drove around and uh, went down to Everglades City and cool. um, we had lunch at this cool little you know mom pop fish spot in Everglades City right on a dock. It was really cool and then. We decided while we're having lunch, there's all these airboats. There's tons of airboat companies there. Nice. And we decided, let's take an airboat ride. So we went. They had a slot. We jumped on airboat. It was really fun. It was mostly mangrove tunnels, and then it opens up into the, into the glade, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, which, you know, none of them have ever seen that kind of stuff. I had, but it was still fun. I, I miss it. I like to see it. So we went yeah. and did that, riding around. And we stop when we get back in the uh, grassy area of the Everglades. And... Uh, the captain of the boat, he got down and he kind of was giving us a talk about the ecology and all the animals and the birds and, you know, this. And then he went on like a, a little, started into this like kind of conservation thing. And I was kind of happy. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. He's going to talk about the water issues. It's good that he's down here right, spreading the word. Right. But then he kind of got off a tangent. Now, I, I am not a biologist and I'm not a water quality, you know, quality specialist. So if I'm wrong here, feel free to set me right. But... He went off on a tangent about how the mangroves were what were destroying the Everglades. And what? that the mangroves were encroaching into the Everglades and destroying the habitat and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> how and about they were there first? Uh, yeah. Well, what? he also yeah. talked about that. Yeah. He said that's they're an invasive species from Africa. Oh, my and they're gosh. Not, 
that they're not native to Florida. But anyway, I mean, is there any truth to that? Is I that, think they, yeah, they could yeah, have come true? over from Africa and yeah, India. but we've gotten used to it. They've been here for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Clearly, of years. the fish like, or maybe thousands uh, yeah. of years. I don't know. I doubt that. I don't know. I'm not that part. I can't. So he was saying there was no mangroves there when. I don't know when he didn't give a timeline, but he said that they originally came from Africa, which you know is not a stretch. I mean, a hurricane or something could have blown seeds across the Atlantic. They could have floated. They can live for a long time floating in salt water. So the fact that they got here from somewhere else is not exactly a, an exaggeration. But uh, but yeah, so I don't know about that part. But the big part I had it was he was focusing on the wrong thing. The reason the mangroves are climbing further up into the Everglades is right, because right. of the poor water management. They're not letting enough fresh water come down right. to filter through. The, the higher salinity in the water in the glades, therefore, is a better habitat for those mangroves to grow in. But, yeah, he went on a really hard tangent about how mangroves were the worst thing ever and that they were protected so you can't kill them. And he's, he, he wishes they would stop protecting mangroves, which really? is quite possibly the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I bit my tongue because I was there with my older, you know. You need a Band-Aid or Huh? A so Band-Aid. I'm wondering, was he drinking beer and hit a deer at 5 in the morning <laughs> on his way to work? That I mean... I don't know. And like I said, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's the smartest man alive. I don't know. You Floridians that may listen to this show, uh, the ones that don't listen to the other podcast, maybe you guys will uh, fill me in and, and tell me how wrong I am. However, I don't feel like we should stop protecting mangroves anytime soon. And that. <laughs> I also don't see them as a no. threat to any habitat. No. But, no. I mean, they, they could be very well. And he's not. I mean, he can't. He said in his lifetime he's seen areas that had no mangroves are now covered in mangroves, which uh, may be completely true. But it also isn't the mangroves' fault, no. and it also I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like you're losing anything there, other than you're losing some grass habitat. But I don't know. I'm wrong, possibly. I don't know. But it struck me as a funny way to approach it, and he, he didn't really talk much at all about the water quality issues. Didn't talk about big sugar. Didn't talk about all the things that are really ruining the Everglades. Interesting. Interesting. So I, I don't know, man. I, I think I feel like his heart was in the right place, but his his approach was. I wrong. I wonder who owned those airboat tours. I don't know, but well, they, the thing was, we were on uh, the the they had a private lease that they were allowed to do their tours on, uh, as opposed to staying out in the Barren River there, yeah. and um, their lease was from uh, the Colliers. <laughs> which the Colliers are one of the biggest money families in the world yeah. and also yeah. tied okay. in with sugar and Big time. oil. They're the ones yeah. allowing oil exploration back in Big Cypress. That's and interesting. Dude. So I don't know, you know, and he's and he was he said he's like third generation from living down there like his family's been there forever so i mean i don't want to say the man's outright wrong or anything i just i it struck me as funny so if you know better than me which you probably do feel free educate me let us know educate me i don't know i feel like he was wrong though i feel like in my heart of hearts that there was something a little off about that conversation yeah definitely 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 yeah so that's that's what happened down there i can't get this weird little thing off the screen here Doug, you you have an apple yeah you know how to get rid of this thing? Let me come look. Hang on. I don't know anything about it. Anyway, that. just keep talking about something, Michael. <laughs> oh, people rarely tell me just to keep talking. Most of the time they ask me to shut up. Get but rid of this. Like we're, to get we're sorry about the technical difficulties, guys. But uh, Paul's Paul's fighting anyway, his computer we'll right just, now. Yeah, we'll just figure it out. So, but anyway... Um, but we were talking about earlier off the air that we were going to talk about... Uh, Doug, you just went down to Andros recently, right? Did you? Uh, did yeah, you, you did have a little Andros trip. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your trip. We've talked about our trips. It's your um, turn. Yeah, yeah. Doug, so it was interesting. Um, amazing trip. I am absolutely thrilled that I went on it. 
Uh, Captain John Irwin here in Charleston put this trip together to, to the Coakley House, actually. And it was also Mike Abel, senior from Hadrils. So uh, put together an amazing trip. You know, I had never been to Andros, so it was a new experience for me. I was obviously excited about the, the quality of the fishing. Um, I think the most amazing part about that trip, though, and why everybody should go on this trip is Andrews is unique in the sense that you get to hang out with people who really live there. There's no real, like, you know... There's no... Tur- other than the Bonefish yeah, Lodges, there's no, no touristy no, stuff no. on the island. It's a huge island yeah. with no tourists except and, for Bonefish. And honestly, guys, <laughs> you know, they need the money. I mean, they, they are still wiped out from the hurricanes. I mean, there was a... A one-two punch for like a three-year yeah, period. Yeah, they got hammered there, man. Hit them really, really hard. And some of the most amazing people. And the one thing that strikes you by the place is the attitude. It's so positive. Everyone is so positive and awesome down there. And we got to know just absolutely a ton of people. Um, met a ton of uh, crazy Charlie's family. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> Charlie's Smith's family is everywhere down there. So I uh, got to fish the Jolters, which was incredible. I mean, if you've never done that, it is absolutely worth putting on your list. Not a bucket list. Put it on the list for, like, the next two years. Nice. And you need to go down there and do that because they need the help and they need the money. And it is an amazing experience. So you were you on North Bite or South Bite? Where, where so we is were that? right in the middle, okay. actually. Um, you know, we could, theoretically, we could have hit any of the areas we wanted to from that place. But... Uh, they had some unusually low tides, so a lot of the uh, fishing we wanted to do on the west coast um, was actually unreachable because hmm. the water, the Got low, tides low, were yeah. so low. Yeah, we couldn't even get to. They were having to like moor the the boats out and like oh, wow. walk mud flats. So uh, it was it was an amazing trip. Andros, put that on your list. It's a big backyard. Yeah, I've never been there. I'd like oh, to get there one incredible. day. I've never fished Andros either. I've yeah. fished quite a few islands. I've never we fished actually, Andros. We fished this. Uh, so we fished uh, uh, this one section that was one of the most interesting bonefish territories I've ever seen. It. We actually wound back in a river, a tidal river. It was a, a tidal creek. I mean, it, it was like the same way we would go into creeks for redfish and find redfish like tailing around mm-hmm. a corner. We were finding bonefish around corners, like in a <laughs> creek. It was absolutely phenomenal. I think we, John and I caught, I think we caught 18 between the two of us. Oh, that, wow. That one day. And that's, it was, uh, that's a busy day on bonefish. That's awesome. a busy day. Yeah, it was really, really good. So, nice. Uh, Andrews is something I definitely recommend. We Any should, size? I mean, I'm not that. Yeah. All bonefish I mean, are well, cool, but like. Well, John being the ridiculous. Being the Terminator he is, that he is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> As soon as we got out, the the last morning I fished with him, and we had a fish that came up, and you know, uh, we had like, I mean, we were fishing with King Saul, and I knew the second he looked back from the platform, he was staring at something, and mm-hmm. it wasn't in the direction we were going. And I was like, all right, what are you looking at? And as soon as I could make light of it, I mean. It was a barracuda. Like, that's a barracuda. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not a fun fish. And then tail sliced through the water. Oh, well, you know what? That's not a barracuda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, John, being obviously the angler he is, uh, laid out the most amazing cast on it. And that was about an 11-pound bonefish. It was amazing. We, Me and John were actually in, in Bimini one year, uh, John Irwin, and we were waiting. And uh, we were on the edge of this flat. We had taken a boat. Um, over and, and staked the boat out. Me and him hopped out and we were waiting one edge of this big flat and um, we'd both caught a couple fish and we yeah. were just talking and bullshitting, you know. Yeah. We were probably 
20 feet apart or whatever and just kind of watching the edge and the tide was coming in so we're watching for fish to come up out of the deep water and so we're standing there and same thing this fish is working down the edge <laughs> and um john's like you see that i'm like yeah it's like it's gotta be a cuda he's like yeah it looks like a barracuda <laughs> so we keep talking it gets a little closer this is like 100 feet out now we saw it yeah you know? we caught we keep talking he's like i don't know man that looks a lot like a bonefish. I'm like, dude, look how long that thing is. That's not a bonefish. Now, yeah. you know, I've caught some big bonefish, but even this thing looked yeah. way too big. Yeah, right. And I was like, man, that thing is huge. There's like no way. And so we're looking at it like kind of, it's coming towards us, but yeah. at an angle. So we're looking kind of down the length of its body, but not head on. Right, right. And then it turned and came like right at us. And, and so we got head on and we the, saw the shape. Yeah, and yeah, like, and oh at this point, this God. fish is like 30 yards out. Like yeah. he's right there. And John's like, Oh shit, man! That's a fucking this. bonefish. I got it. And so he gets his rod. Like, and our rods, we have the, the hooks. Like, like we don't even have any line out. We're, right. our, our rods right. are strung. Like, you know. So he's like takes a fly out and he's like stripping out line, stripping right, out line. Right. And he, as soon as he goes to try to make cast, fish sees us and spooks. And uh, we got a good look at it when it blew out past us, and we're like, that was a goddamn bonefish. Huge. Yeah. I mean, stupid. John, I'm really looking at him, he goes, man, I ain't never seen nothing like that thing. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> that's the thing about John. He can move so quick on a boat, and he's uh, got these big, long arms, yeah. and he can just he can get that line out so fast. In the words of my buddy John Hill, he's like, oh, he was on that trip as well and, yeah. and fished alongside of John for a little bit, and he's like, dude. <laughs> He's like, you know, he goes, I'm, I feel like I'm a good caster. No, you're a good caster. He's like, he's like, he goes, he goes, that dude casts like a fucking Terminator. That's what he said. <laughs> and he does, dude. Oh, he just, he's amazing. Every yeah. shot is yeah. right where it needs to be. Yeah. Just laser beams, dude. Yeah. Laser beams. He's really, really good. Yeah. Um, and he's good company, too. It's oh, more he's important. Absolutely fantastic company. Yeah. So you, Which is more you important. learn a lot sharing the front of the boat with him. Oh, yeah. So yeah. You really do. Andros is just is amazing. Have you ever been down there? No, never. Oh, never fished the Andros. No. So beautiful. Fished Ackland, fished, uh, of course, Bimini, and fished yeah. uh, Free, well, not Freeport, mm-hmm. but fished Grand Bahama. But yeah. I've never fished uh, Andros. Yeah. It's something we should all do that trip. Yeah. Well, I'm doing a little trip to Grand Bahama next February. Going up to there to that, that north yep. end, of, or I guess not north end, to be like the east end of the island up there. Yeah, Freeport is where you stay, and then the back I'm side in. of the island. Yeah, I was, I'm going to tell you yeah, all about I'm it. In. So, I'm cool, man. I'm all over that. Well, I don't know what's going on with the computer, but let's uh, take a little break. Take a little break. Yeah, we got Rooster uh, coming up next. I need to figure this out because I yeah. can't do anything else because this whole show is pretty much done by this right there and metal box here. That it looks like you know when you put like an iPad or an iPhone, and all your icons run it. Well, that's like what this computer screen is looking like. I don't I know. Think how it's because it. I was throwing eyes. Uh, well, well, I don't know what happened, buddy. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right, let's take a little break. Take then. a little break. We'll be right back. All right. That's going to be the music uh, we're working with. Um, this first cut, we are working on the... Um, we're going to be doing Everglades. Just straight up Everglades intro theme, okay? Okay. All right. One, two, three. Deep in the ascending colon of Florida. Lives oh, the Ever- cut, cut. No, no, no. We're not doing anything about colon. Did you say colon? Yeah. It's, so let's try that from the top. Oh, okay. I'll try Everglades, I'll tarpon, try mangroves... Deep in the Everglades. You said you could control it. Yeah, yeah. We got I this. think we got I think this. I know what you're okay. looking for. I think I know what okay, you're looking for. Okay, it's gonna be a one, two, silent three, and then you're on. Okay, got it. Got one, it. two. Ball 
balls deep in the Florida. Okay, cut. No, no, no. Wow. We're not, it's not ball. It's just deep in the Everglades, deep in the mangroves, okay? Okay. Let's try, okay, let's try okay, it again. Okay. All right, so silent three. One, two. Deep at the bottom of the Florida panhandle lives the Everglades, a river of grass. The humidity so thick, the sweat on your balls will make you think twice oh, cut, about. Cut. All right, flip. There are kids that are gonna listen. Yeah, we're, to this. it's nothing. nothing. Yeah. Okay, let's just skip that one, I Doug. I don't understand. Okay, okay. 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 I'll try again. Okay. Um, what, uh, skip, that one. skip that let's one. Let's do. Okay. We're gonna do. Let's go. Let's go to Walker's K. Let's do. Like this is costing us money. This yeah, is I know, studio time. I know. Okay. Okay. Flip. Just yeah. we're in the we're in we're in the Bahamas. We're gonna okay. take a little run. Okay. We're gonna take a little run to Walker's. Pull okay. your head out of your ass, flip. Okay. Here we go. One. From the first moments that men from Europe landed on the United States shores, they found themselves deep in the Caribbean amongst the natives, who they soon enslaved and killed at mass rates. Wait, Before cut, cut. <laughs> Is that genocide? <laughs> what are you doing? Just, okay. Um, can we try to get? We're talking about fishing and like the background of fishing and the. I'm Keys trying and, to get there. In the Bahamas started from the beginning. Okay. One, two, three. East of Miami, there is an archipelago of islands loaded with bonefish, and women as easy as apple pie. Oh, cut, cut, cut. Okay, I think. We uh, let's try one more. Wow. I mean, are we good there? I no, believe no, no. that was a good. We're one. We're gonna try one. We're, we're going okay. to the Keys, Key West. A lot okay. of background, a lot of things going on in Key West. It should be easy. A lot of fishing. Been there, yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. Times. Bet you have. All right, one, two. At the bottom of the Florida Keys is the crown jewel in the archipelago, Key West. Well, after a long, hard night of drinking at Sloppy Joe's, you can climb under the deck of a flats boat and stab a tarpon big enough to give you a oh, boner cut, that cut, you'll cut. never... This is not going the way I mean, would. <laughs> okay, we get it's getting a little out of control. Let's just start from scratch. Why don't you doing my best here, fellas? Let's talk. Just no, dial it back. Yeah, no, doing no, my best here, fellas. Yeah, no balls. No women. No, no. slaves. No. No. I have no, no idea what I'm tarpon, supposed to talk about. Uh, yeah. No stabbing tarpon yeah. and boners. Yeah. Okay. 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 Come okay. on. Flip. All right. One more time. This is the last one. Okay. We'll okay. have to start tomorrow. It'll be a whole other. You're gonna have to spend all kinds of money if we have to start over. It's fine. I'll, I'll get the check. Okay. All right. One. Okay. Two. When traveling through the Florida Keys on your way to Key West, one takes in the natural beauty and the surroundings around you as you peel your skin and balls off of the hot car seat and try to focus on the drive. It's hard to focus on the drive when you're thinking about Tarpon. Tarpon, the biggest asshole fish I've ever seen. Yes, those Tarpon. Amongst the keys are a group of salty guides who take you to fish for the tarpon, a tribe they like to be called, much like the Wamapoke assholes that originally lived on these islands. These shipwrecker offspring will yell at you from the platform and scream about how bloody awful you are. So join me. This is Walker K Chronicles. All right, cut. We're just going to stick with that one. All right, all right, look. First of all, 
It is really hot down there. <laughs> it is. Let's and, be real. Let's and, just... and those guys are really salty. Hey, if yeah, you've yeah. never peeled your balls off of a 1957 Chevy's front seat, you've never fished in the Keys. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <coughs> all right. There we there's our, there's our five-minute commercial there. I think we got it. I think so. Okay. Well, that was the uh, outtakes we were talking about. The uh, Walker yeah. K. Chronicle. Uh, I just love Waylon Jennings. Outtakes. Oh my God. How'd you get your hands on those? Sergio does sound like Waylon Jennings, though. Yeah. But nah. I, you know, I, I told you, I found that uh, I found those videos, uh, or you know, compiled, and then it had the, the bonus features on there. That was one of the bonus features with some outtakes, audio outtakes we wanted to share with you. You know, that's a one of a kind. Yeah, one of a kind deal. Well, yeah, just to clarify, too, before everybody gets all mad, we love Flip. Flip is my fan. Or, my fan. My friend. <laughs> Flip has no idea who I am, so he's definitely not a fan. But Flip is my fan. Yeah, I don't Flip, know where I was going. He's Flip my friend. My, he's my friend. You need to start drinking that water. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, we love Flip. We're not picking on Flip. But maybe we're picking on him a little bit, but I think he'll get over it. <laughs> it was good, clean fun, though. Yeah, it was. It was good, clean fun. There were a couple there that Mike was like, y'all keep straight faces. I'm like, <laughs> archipelago. <laughs> like, you can Archipelago. <laughs> what uh, is an archipelago? And I, I do a terrible anyway. flip impel- impersonation, too. That's, is that's Florida bad. an archipelago? No. Florida is a peninsula. So what is an ar- archipelago? It's a group of islands, basically, oh, for okay. lack of better. Like the Bahamas is an like archipelago. Like a flock of islands. Yeah, the Bahamas is an archipelago. Flock. I don't know that the Keys technically qualify, but I guess they could, right? Paul, could an archipelago a be a, a covey of islands? <laughs> a covey of islands. <laughs> could be. Damn right, it could be a school of islands. Yeah, oh, oh, there you go. Oh, Think oh. about it. We know where you're Think about at. it. Yeah. Archipelago, 12 yeah. o'clock, coming in hot. How about that? Hmm. So leave it surely getting my whole setup here. Back. Yeah, we've got it's Silver really Kings exciting. playing on the uh, TV, yeah, and, and it's, it's muted. And it's good vibe. It's, it's good vibe. Good vibe. It's right nice now. to look up and to see Tarpon chaining, you know, down the TV screen every so often. It's not a bad vibe. Why does the guy on the front need a pair of pliers? Because <laughs> he looks cooler <laughs> if he's got pliers on his hip, man. That's you know how that goes. I, mean, I think we all started like you if know I, if I'm paying somebody eight hundred. Today I'm not going to bring my own pliers. Well, back in the day, you know, when everybody got like when the high end pliers, kind of a beating though. Like oh, yeah. you don't need them on you at all. Time. No, you no, don't yeah. need them. Well, that's the thing. Like when they what when, you they, when they first started here. coming out Hold with like the, the van stalls and everything, everybody yeah. was rocking pliers on their hip, and you know that was like the thing. You everybody had pliers right. on their hip, right, right, right. And then as it slowly like, no, me wrong. Those pliers are badass, and like I mean, they work really well. They look good, but, but the thing I'm is, like, like the slowly I've noticed that you almost see nobody wearing the pliers on their hip anymore. Like mine are down in a bag in my boat, or or maybe on the 
I'd be vaulted to my own pack. Yeah. No, I actually wear them when I'm the one pushing the boat around. I don't. No, I keep them like I down in the console, yeah, or or keep them on the deck somewhere. Like I, I don't know. I just I got but, tired of having them on my hip. Like when you sit down, you I mean, crunch up in your kidney or something. And, if I'm treating myself and I'm on a trip and I've got a guy who's a pro, yeah, five thousand times better than me. I shouldn't he, need my pliers. Push, I don't need my pliers, man. Yeah. I got a can of dip in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But nah, yeah, nothing wrong with plier guys. If you're a plier guy, still go ahead. I still have nice pliers. I just keep them down in a boat bag, or yeah. I keep them, you know, with my rigging stuff. Because I mean, you don't. I don't. I've never ran into a situation where I needed my pliers like right this second that I didn't have a minute to like get them out and have them ready. Like, okay, be honest right now. Hmm. Ready? When no one's looking, have you ever smelled your pliers? No, what I don't think I have. About? Just like a really not on purpose. I think like when I've been tying knots or something, oh, if I've been using it to like pull so, on something, it's so bad, it's um, so bad. Yeah, never sniffed mine. Yeah, you should. I might to go give him a sniff tonight. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get the phone call part ready, but it doesn't seem to really want to be working. <laughs> so Paul's been having a lot of technical Big surprise today. there with the phone call. We thing. could go straight raw dog and like we've done call it before. Him on just I could just hold it up. This thing. No. It wouldn't be the first time we've done it. Really? No. Yeah, the production value of this show is terrible. I mean, we're rusty. Yeah. I mean, well, I might as well just add to the whole experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's uh, yeah? What what's wrong with the computer? Is it not just letting you do the Google thing? Uh, yeah. It's just it doesn't. It says I don't have my Google Talk plugin set up, and I do. I know that I do. It's just being it's just being an a hole. Yeah. We got I issues. Like so. All right, we're going raw dog. Are we ready? I'm ready. Shit, we're gonna call Rooster. By the way, just so you guys know, uh, this one more time. Rooster was on the trip with Paul. Rooster and Paul have traveled. Uh, Make a call. Might be working this time. Never mind. We're good. All right, all right. All right. Rooster's made a couple trips with Paul. You need dial pad. Do you want to introduce your friend Rooster? Because I don't dial know. Dial pad. What do you mean a dial pad? It's a software. Jesus Christ. We well, don't it's need a any software. We don't need any more software. We can't it's work the software. software we have. Is that germs? Damn it, Bobby, it's a software. <laughs> all right, move all things that can spill. Let's yeah, see. I don't have anything. All right, we're going in. Here we go. Let me in this song. Here we go. We're calling Rooster. You want to introduce Rooster? Yeah, Rooster, you, you already did. He's, well, I don't uh, know him, though. He's your friend. He's a good dude. Lives in uh, out in Twin Bridges, Montana. Owns a fishing hotel lodge out there. Yeah, Rooster. Hey, Rooster, it's Paul Puckett. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let me guess. You can't hear me? Hello. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, man. Oh, this ain't the first time this has happened. Uh, yeah, this is going to be going. Rooster. Hello. Oh, hell. <laughs> I'll call you back. Damn it. Let's oh, see. God. Uh, We've done this before, Paul. Man, I'm just going. I'm I don't going. remember how we fixed it before. I'm, going. I'm yeah. just going speaker. Go speaker. Let's just raw dog it. This is going to work. Yeah. yeah, it works. It just it's terrible. Like, it just doesn't sound like great. This is Rooster. Rooster, can you hear me now, buddy? I got you now. Hey, buddy. Uh, we're, we're raw dogging. You're going speaker from the phone <laughs> into the microphone. It's so, like... It actually sounds pretty good to It's me. pretty B-minus yeah. production. <laughs> <laughs> but the, then again, that's probably right up your alley. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> Um, yeah, we got Mike here with me and Doug here with me, and you know they want to meet you electronically and digitally through the phones. If that's, that's right. I, you. I feel really good about it. Good. Nice. <laughs> well, We're in. I kind of gave them a uh, kind of a I don't know a quick kind of version of the, the the trip and kind of the setup, and you just want to give me uh, just 
three word paraphrasing. What do yeah, you what, yeah. can, tell me uh, in the quickest amount of words what you thought about it? Or you can I, go I, five thousand words. Whatever. Hey, yeah. whatever. We're in here. hindsight, I did not went with the full back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Uh, I did not explain that part. Uh, I'll, let you, I'll let you go and explain that. I bet that hurt sitting on that. Well, well that was the, that was the trip for me. I mean, it put me in the emergency room when I got home. Do you really think so? On like day five, was it night five? Maybe we 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 sharpied the shit out of him. He let us. Yeah. Yeah. Every part of his face and chest and back were covered with sharpie tattoos. Really. Yeah, and then he went into anaphylactic shock on the airplane on the way home. No, he did not. His face inflated in the duck lips. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh my god. Yeah, it was. You know, it really wasn't that big of a deal other than when I stopped breathing. (laughs) 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 Yeah, sharpies are toxic, by the way. Are they? Yeah, you can absorb that shit through your skin. We got a nurse on board here, uh, (laughs) Rooster. So there you go, straight from the nurse's room. So what we're actually finding out right now is, Rooster, we're glad you're alive. And Paul almost murdered you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I've met with the specialists on this. Oh. so There's little question that was the problem. So no more Sharpie tattoos on trips? (laughs) (laughs) No, we're just going to, next time we're just bringing a fucking tattoo gun and we're going to do it (laughs) (laughs) Well, on day six, his eyes swelled up. Oh, God. And then I guess it didn't really hit, hit, totally enter your system until on toxic. the way back, huh? It's poison. Yeah. Yeah. That is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is something I didn't didn't expect. Yeah. So. Well, now you know. Now yeah. the getting's good on knowing. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Now uh, we're all on the same page, so no Sharpie tattoos. But, it, you know, what I recall of the trip, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, at least those nights. <laughs> Rooster, where were you when Paul caught his fish? Do you remember that? Uh, you actually came fish? up on us the first day, the big one. You came oh, up the on big us. One. Yeah. 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 We heard uh, what uh, it sounded like, you know, how voices travel out on the water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we weren't all that far away, but it sounded like there is a Seychellian. <laughs> I know where you're going. With, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like a playground, like little girls. A banshee, going on. a banshee on the moors. And, and someone showed up with fucking free ice cream cones. Uh, well, that's about right, buddy. That was about right. Uh, we had a little heads up that something was going on, but we didn't know what. I didn't know, you yeah. know, it could have been anything from a big fish to just bucket laying there taking in the sun. Somebody just died. <laughs> Uh, Speak, uh, so, speaking of sun, uh, did you drink much water on the trip, Dan? Um, I consumed massive amounts of rum, and there's a lot of water in that. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is true. That you is can't true. make rum without water. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Um, and as it, as you know, as you probably have gathered through the Sharpie incident and the anaphylactic shock and the resulting high blood pressure and possible heart attack. I'm really a picture of fucking hell. <laughs> uh, well, dude, 10 days abroad will do that to you, brother, especially when it. you're applied with toxic uh, markers to your face yeah. and extremities. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of the trip? My favorite part of the trip was that milkfish. Oh, I didn't yeah, hear about that. I didn't really explain yeah. it. There's so much to the trip. I've kind of just explained the 
the one-dimensional aspects. Basically, we came upon this flat looking for permit. Yeah. And we saw all these little mirror, little tails just catching the sunrise. Yeah, and like giant bonefish. I thought yeah. they would be bonefish. Yeah. And you see milkfish all day long. And the guy was like, oh, those are milkfish, mate. Well, so Rooster's like, well, let's go get them. And they go, oh, you'll never catch them on the flat because they're mowing the, the algae off the bottom right, like a right, carp. Right, right, yeah, yeah. right. Well, that's right. all Rooster had to hear. <laughs> so oh, he's off. I got this. So we both, we both get out. Hold my beer. Like carp? I'm so, a carp catching some bitch. Let me <laughs> So were you, you had a crab fly on, right? Or did you have the algae fly on? I don't remember. No, I had on a, I tied an algae fly on. That I, There's I an algae fly? It's, it's, it's amazing. It looks like a woolly booger without hackles. I love basically. it. That makes sense. Yeah. It looks like you blew your nose on a hook and it stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, for sure. So, uh, if any, most people, a lot of people out there that listen to this probably don't know that about your lodge operation in Montana. You want to kind of explain what it is, Rooster, and say where it is and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, buddy. Thank you. Um, I live down in Twin Bridges, about an hour and a half southwest of Bozeman, right at the confluence of the madison or not the madison i go to the madison a lot but mm-hmm. uh the river's right behind the lodge or the big old beaver head yeah i know Jefferson i know that area well yeah. ruby so mm-hmm. there's a couple trout that live around <laughs> just a couple and and people can reserve spots call you show up and maybe get a room if they're lucky but if they're coming out there they need to come check out your operation right yeah, and, you know, they can call in, but if I don't like them, they're not coming. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. It's selective, uh, selective We're booking. we to go with references. It's like applying for a job to get a date at this stone. What's the name of the There lodge? you go. Stone, stone fly in. Stone fly in. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Hey, Rooster, what's the weather like in Montana right now? Oof. It's beautiful now, but mm. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I had to pay two kids from the Dillon College to come with pickaxes and break apart a glacier in my driveway. Jeez. <laughs> I don't doubt it, man. I, so I was in Ennis, Montana, uh, back in the early fall. I went down there with my wife and stayed at the Madison Madison Valley Lodge, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. It was, it was wonderful. Julie. Yes, yes, and it mm-hmm. was absolutely awesome. And we had a great time. You know, it's funny, the Madison, it's such a fast river. You know, you always forget how fast it is. Um, mm-hmm. But we did well. I mean, we did really, really well. So that's one of my favorite places in the world to go. Well, that's great. Yeah. Good. Thanks for stopping by when you're out. I'm gonna head. <laughs> I, I'm gonna head your way very, very soon. <laughs> uh, oh, son. Well, when does your season kind of start? How are y'all looking with snow and all that kind of stuff? We've got about 120 percent of our snow. We're real good there. Um, we've already been running some guide trips in the last week. Cool. Good spring fishing. Souls. Yeah, it, it can be good. Um, we, but we really throttle up main one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, awesome, buddy. We'll come see us sometime. Yeah. Put you on some well, red like man. Yeah, we got Sharpies waiting to go. I'm sponsored by him, you know, so I got a thousand <laughs> <on> them. <laughs> it's too kidding. bad you can't flash up pictures in a podcast. I know. Well, maybe I'll make the title picture of this podcast your back tattoo, Uh-oh. your El Diablo tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Now you're talking. Okay. Nice. So people can get an idea. <laughs> All right, buddy. You got any last words of wisdom for us? No, no. I mean, really, you know, thanks for calling and, and getting me in on that Cosmo trip. And I think we, that, that group depicted this saying, and I use this at least once a week out here in Montana. You never let the fishing get in the way of a good fishing trip. And uh, 
We yeah. did a pretty fucking bang up job. That's, that's yeah. awesome, man. It was a solid awesome. crew for sure. Yeah. Solid crew. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah, somebody. Imagine you boys are having a few cocktails and stuff, so I better start doing the same thing. There Doug's you drinking rosé yeah, yeah, out yeah. of a can. I'm the only one. Canned rosé. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds just delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank that you, it is. Thank that you, it is. <laughs> somebody had to have my back on that. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, buddy. We'll be good, and thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, man. Have a good night. All right, buddy. Bye. See you, buddy. <laughs> Love it. That crowd always stops real, like on a dime. You know, who knows that? I know. They, the, yeah, they just they're t- we got them trained well. You guys are yeah. excellent. Um. So, so yeah. So Man. rooster caught that milkfish, and yeah. you know, a lot of times you'll catch them out in the open water when they're feeding on top. Yeah, when they're sipping on, the and they're just doing this crazy like just mowing thing on the top. It's, like I've ever seen milkfish. <laughs> <before. laughs> Come on. Well, they'll show, like, if you've seen some of these videos and stuff. Oh, yeah. But supposedly you can't catch them on the flats. And sure enough, Rooster caught one. I had a couple bumps, one, yeah. but never worked for me. Oh, oh um, I see. Yeah, good old time. Rooster's fun. He definitely adds an element of surprise, danger, and excitement oh, on that trip. It. And he let us lay the paint to him. Uh, I mean, it was unbelievable. I let guys sign my head one time with Sharpie. <clears throat> I went back in my Mohawk days. Well, no one yeah. was thinking clearly. Yeah. So they are very toxic. Well, yeah, I mean. Well, you smell them and you're like, whoa. Yeah, they can. Your body, you can. So let's just cover three quarters of your skin with. <laughs> yeah. Your skin happens. will. Your skin will absorb that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I picked the wrong day to quit sniffing sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, that's awesome. Well, should we uh, take a little break and come back? Yeah, we'll finish. We it got up. a little bit more. I mean, we we've got that that old man that. Uh, yeah, this is your guy. Who's yeah, this? I don't know. Uh, Charlie Herpner is his name, I think. Oh, Herpner? Charlie, Charlie Herpner. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he supposedly is one of the last guys around here that started tailing fishing back in the 70s. Put a Herpner uh, on him. Put a Herpner on him. <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy. Wonder where that guy saying, tagline. Wonder where that local saying came from. So we're going to talk to him. Oh, He's just one of these old timers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Local old timer. I like well, it. Cool. We'll come back and talk to him and probably finish everything up in that segment. Yeah, yeah. We got, yeah, we got right. one more. We got fucking queso. Y'all hang yeah, queso. I haven't seen queso in so long. I don't even know what he's been up to. I'm gonna go try on some shirts. All right, buddy. We'll see you all in a second. Oh, we won't see you. But... My God, you get it. That's Craig Brewer. On deck. You may not have heard of it yet. But you will. On deck. You may not think a beer this expensive could be worth the extra money. But you will. On deck. Costly ingredients, patient aging. You don't know what a difference that makes. But you will. On deck. Most expensive taste in beer. If you haven't tried it yet, you will. Controversial girl Making up stuff On the internet Pissing a lot of people off Guides other people In the fishing industry Talking politics And what not Controversial Doug Oh the classics always play You know it <laughs> You can't handle it 
Those were the good old days. Yeah, now it's like, yeah. where is that? <laughs> I'm not allowed to anywhere anymore. Not you, buddy. I miss the days where we just ran around like a bunch of assholes. There you go. Now I'm just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't run around anymore? <laughs> yeah. I loved it, though. Yeah, man. I loved I it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, yeah, this Charlie Herpner dude just showed up. So I don't even know if he has a car. I just see him walking. One day he came and asked us, what, like, what are all the bullshit about these rods and reels? And we had yeah, this car yeah, out here. I remember that. Yeah. 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 And so he started talking, and he just he's one of those guys that just won't stop. He seems talking. like he knows a lot. Though. Real nice guy. Yeah. And he told me that he used to fish. He's one of the first ones that fly fished around yeah. here. Yeah. Um, he knows the Sandy Stir, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, he does. Yeah. yeah. Those boys would have They had a little falling out. Oh. Um, so he shouldn't bring up Sandy Stir then? But anyway, like, here he's right. Hey, hey Charlie, come here. <laughs> hey, Charlie. Yeah, hey, Charlie. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, Mike. Good to Mike. see you guys. Whoa, sir. Yeah. Okay. It's about time y'all let me come on in here. Well, yeah, we didn't know you yeah. existed, so that would have been tough. But, yeah, it's yeah. nice to meet you now. I've existed a long time. Yeah. long time. I, I don't need all this modern bullshit. Your name sounds familiar. I exist familiar. just how I want to. Charlie, how old are you, man? I'm 91. 90? Wow. You don't 91. Look 91. You no, look man, you look good. Yeah. 91. Must be all the walking up and down the roads, I think. Yeah, Else. I would have guessed 86 max. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been 86 before. <laughs> I'm 91 now, young kid. Yeah, you've been through it already. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't even know what I've done back in the day. Oh, back I, in the days when we used to do it the right way. The right oh, yeah? I, uh, yeah. We used to We used to put the boat in the water. We'd paddle where we went. We didn't use these engines. We'd use paddles. And we had. We got there just fine. I did bet. you like? Did you oar? Like we oared like, the shit out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this little pansy thing you're doing with your hands is. <laughs> Charlie, you okay? Yeah, easy, buddy. Don't get excited. But we'd oar across the water. We'd oar against the tide with the tide. Charlie, we got where we wanted to go. And we fished where we wanted to fish. Well, so so Charleston, you know, is famous for for tailing redfish and stuff, and it's you know it's a great fishery for that right now. And yeah. you know we yeah. really Michael, enjoy doing that. Listen, oh, okay. it's always been a good fishery. It was better when we were around back when the seventies were around, and even part of the eighties, till Sandy Stir came in there about eighty three. Oh, oh, stirred it up, and you're, I put a herp on him. You put I a herp. <laughs> I said, Sandy, this is the herp. You're going to get the herp. You mean <laughs> you, you put a Herping on him, right? Herping. My last name is Herping. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean you put a Charlie Herping. That was my motto or my tag on my, my fishing gotcha. like business. I said, let's go put a Herping on him. <laughs> and we did. Did that require physical contact? <laughs> oh, stirred it up. You old Stanny coming in there, stirring it up. Oh, he does stir a little so, bit. Uh, uh, That's his last name. So. Charlie, what, what, were you, what were your favorite places to fish in Charleston? Doug. Doug, right? Uh, if I told yeah, you, as far as you know, you yeah. go there. I still fish them to this day. They mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. nobody on them spots. Nobody. Like hell, I'm gonna tell you where them spots. Are. I don't think okay. there's a spot okay. left in Charleston without anybody <laughs> on it. Hurt. Back in the day, when we'd go fishing, we would go to those spots. We'd put. Mines in the water. If you came close to the spot, Jesus Christ, y'all were putting like real mines, like the kind that blow up. I had them left over from the Korean War. Now that, I bet that's called putting the herp on. 
<laughs> no, we put the hump on. We put the if, hump on. If I hit a mine with the mud cricket, I'm dead, Herp. Like, that wouldn't that's be cool. Point, <laughs> so, um, that's cold-blooded, Listen, it man. was better in the day. Today, because the you were you, killing people? The way you guys do it these days is a bunch of sissy sasses. So what do you think of fiberglass rods when they started coming out? <laughs> yeah. Fiberglass, glass. Listen, bamboo <laughs> is the only way you got to get connected with the nature. You got to get a bamboo. That's the only way to do it. These graphite things, they do. <laughs> Look, Herp, I know CPR, but I'm not oh, working you today. You get in some water, man? I really am yeah. not working today. Let's get in some water. Now, these graphite rods these days are a joke. Yeah. Yeah. You can break them like no tomorrow. You snap them over your knee. Yeah. The way we used to do it back in the day was the best way. We'd use a bamboo rod. We'd go to our spots, put landmines all around the spots, and we'd catch our fish. We knew where those landmines were, and we'd leave pleasantly and quietly. Leave nothing behind but footsteps. So what Hopefully do you think? not on the landmines, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think mm-hmm. about all these fancy flats boats out now? Listen, Doug. Yeah. The way we used to do it, yeah, we'd get in an aluminum boat or canoe. So that's awfully loud. And we'd paddle. We don't need no fiberglass, thirty horsepower, nothing. <laughs> we needed two men that knew what they were doing with really just sexy looking biceps and triceps. <laughs> And we'd get onto the spot. We'd put line mines around the spot. You've gone over the line mines multiple fish, times. And we'd fish that spot with a bamboo rod. We'd catch a fish, and then we'd leave pleasantly and quietly with footsteps. Nothing left so behind. Nothing, footsteps. nothing but y'all and some landmines yeah. and hopefully mm-hmm. some flak vests. And some big men with big arms. You got that. Charlie, <laughs> if you don't mind me saying, it sounds like you put the herp on some of those guys. We there. put the herp on them. We put the herp on them. You guys are catching on. So have you been fishing recently how do you feel about the like have you been fishing recently huh recently have you been fishing we well michael not really i don't get out much anymore well it's your age i can say that i don't get out much but when we did get out you know what we do we get out there we'd paddle the canoe and we'd go to that spot, and we'd fish them with bamboo rods. And landmines. And we'd put and the landmines land around yeah, the spot. Yeah, yeah. We'd catch a fish. Yeah. We'd look at the fish and just look at it. Look at it. So you got hurt or something? get <laughs> out of there and leave nothing but footprint behind. And well, herpes. Okay, I got a serious question. Put now. the herp on it. <laughs> Did y'all ever remove the landmines? Yeah. I don't even know, Michael. Well, I haven't been I, back there I feel like while. that's important to know. They're probably dormant. Oh, no. They're probably, probably dormant. Dormant. Yeah. dormant. Yeah. Well, I really like what y'all doing in the place here. I do. I mean, really Charlie, nice. I, I've heard you walk by pretty frequently. Just call me the Herb, if you don't mind. The Herb. Yeah. The Herb, sorry. The herb. Mr. Herb. Um, what else you got for me? Um, Ask me one more question. I like this. Well, you do. You, know. you like talking on the old podcast. Do you even know what a podcast is, Herb? Have you ever listened Listen, to a podcast? Back in the day, we didn't have podcasts. I know we that. We had radio. We'd sit around the radio with family. Well, this is like the radio. Yeah, this and we'd like, listen like to Ted radio. Williams crack the bat. Oh, yeah. I bet. Over the right field wall. Yeah. And then we'd go fishing. When we went fishing, we'd get two guys in the canoe <laughs> with paddles. We paddled to that spot. We get to that spot. We yeah. look around and make sure there weren't mines in there. We knew the mines are, so we'd fish. We know about the with a bamboo rod. Yeah. And when we left, we leave nothing but footprints behind. Yeah. Oh wow. Things were better back in those days, boys. Nothing but herpes. I'm out of here. Nothing but herpes. I'm out. Charlie, I'm getting out of here. I got Thelma waiting for me. She's got chicken soup on the oven. 
You want a beer? You damn right I want okay, a beer. Okay, okay. I'll stick uh, around. We'll get you a, yeah, we'll okay. get you a beer. Do I just we'll stick around and watch you guys? Yeah, yeah. We'll make I'll tell the wife magic. I'm coming home late. I'm going to get him a beer. I'll be right back. Back yeah. in the day, it was a lot better, though. We'd get cold beer out of the keg, old keg. and I like, that, keg over I like that phone y'all got over there. That's a like old yep. phone. That we looks like, like probably the first phone you ever yeah. used. Well, huh? thanks, guy. I really appreciate this. Yeah, Herp. It was real nice to meet you, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye, buddy. Bye, this Adam. Yeah, yeah. Beers over there. There's a keg too. If you right, want some you. out of the keg. All right. Well, oh hurt. Well, I don't want to talk too loud about him because he's obviously <laughs> still got landmines laying around. That seems dangerous. What? Nothing what? hurt. No, don't worry about it, hurt. We weren't talking about you. We're just All still right. doing the radio show here. Oh well. Oh, that was interesting. It's always better back in the days. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, nothing but landmines and somebody putting the herp on you every time you turn around. Let's hear it one more time Charles. about the whole like, thing. <laughs> nothing Golly. but footprints, apparently. He can't hear us. Is... Yeah, he's deaf as yeah, a door yeah. now, man. He barely heard me when I was talking right to his and face. he had headphones on. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, this has been fun. Doug disappeared, as usual. Um, so, are we just going to get kind of a free rant from old queso yeah i haven't seen queso in so long i have no idea what we're gonna get out of this do you know where he's been since y'all moved shops did he follow y'all with the with his setup or is he still over there i noticed that it looked like an ambulance company took over y'all's old spot i haven't seen him in three months he's sitting in the other room waiting to come in here. okay i haven't okay. seen the guy at all all right well that's weird i don't know where he's living now we'll all right. find out well ready are yeah. we done? We, we, where did Doug go? Uh, who knows? He He's might have dead. some... Li- we can do last thoughts at the end. Yeah, we'll let Doug do last okay. thoughts. So, I guess we're doing... Mail sack. I'll go with queso. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack. Mail sack. Let's all go inside. Mail sack. Mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? I just got all hurt with beer out in the parking lot. Yeah. Wow. Laid on it. Yeah. He's, a, he's a handful. Hello there, barely live. Ooh, I ain't seen you boys in so long. Isn't it just nice? It's a beautiful day. Everybody's happy. The sun is shining. I thought Mike had head like he had uh, the sunglasses on inside the house a minute ago. That's yeah, cool, you know. Yes, yeah, so you like the new setup here? Yeah, it's real nice, man. You guys got everything. There's like a coffee maker and a refrigerator. It's like a kitchen, really, with a keg. I mean, all I'd really need is a cot over there next to the foosball table, and I'd just be set up for life, really. I mean, what'd you think of Charlie? You met him out in the parking lot. Yeah, you know what's funny is when uh, when these guys moved shops, uh, obviously the the new people that took over didn't let me leave my camper out back, so yeah. I had yeah. some issues with my housing situation. Yeah. So yeah. I really just drove around some of the older neighborhoods, you know, just looking to see if anything was abandoned, or maybe a lot or something somebody wasn't using, you know, just uh, looking for a place to live. And then this nice old man was walking down the street, and uh, he asked me what I was doing in his neighborhood. Uh, it, it turns out it was it was Mr. Herp. It was, it was. Yeah, it was. And and you know he lets me live in his backyard now. I, I have the camper all fit up, and Herp don't mind if I come in and you know use his facilities and stuff because he can't hear nothing, so he never knows I'm in there or not. What I did find out though is there are landmines everywhere around Herp's house. <laughs> 
I nearly lost a leg trying to take the dog out for a pee one morning. It is insane. And coincidentally, I no longer have a dog either. Thanks uh, <laughs> to herps and landmines. But that's another story. I didn't well, like. You kind of knew it going into it, though. I guess. No, he never told me about the landmines until I was already set up in his backyard. <laughs> Apparently, I had chose the right way to park the rig the first time, and then I was just afraid to move it. So I think it's there permanently. I don't want to. Don't want to die. Well, you know, so. he doesn't think much of. Any of us, like yeah, young and you know, no. fishing around. Yeah, a lot of yeah, people, he doesn't, he doesn't like it too well, much. Well, I'm not as young as y'all, so he's fine with me, but you know, whatever. So, where did he used to fish? You knew him back in the day, right? No, I never met her before, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, well, you know, I'm not from around here, dude. The herp. So, but you guys used to uh, poke around the same place. No, yeah, same no pun intended. <laughs> Considering yeah. my boat doesn't have any holes in it, apparently I'm not fishing in the same places that herp is. Because <laughs> I probably would have then lost my boat now or landmines. Uh, you heard the whole story, I'm sure, about the canoes and the big muscly men I and did, the landmines yeah, and yeah, yeah. the footprints. Nothing but footprints behind. Oh, yeah. I guess you the whole that before? Every day. Yeah, yeah. Every day, Doug. Every day. I walk through the house and he can't hear me. Like I told you, I go to take my shower in the morning. I hear him talking to the walls about landmines and footprints. footprints. It's just, it's like <laughs> one of those things at your grandma's house, you know, the, the, the picture on the wall about Jesus' footprints and stuff. And that's pretty much what her has, except his landmines. And footprints. It's uh, it's a whole thing with him about that. It's just leaves insane. behind. What do you leave? What do you find? Yeah, it's finds? weird. I don't know. Well, I'm just lucky none of you boys have ever found any of all the hurt spots because <laughs> <laughs> I like you fellers. I don't want nobody to get hurt. I'd call the law on him, but then I'd be looking for a new place to park the trailer again. And well, that's a pain in the ass. So. Well, hey, Queso, how have you been, buddy? I have been fantastic. Listen, the Queso line of products has, well, it's doing, you know, it's enough to keep me in my camper. So that's good enough you know that's all i really need what's new for 2019 you know i am working on some stuff you know there are some really good properties you know in plus mud that i'd like to explore and i specifically the stuff out on plum island the plus mud that grows out there is a a special breed of uh right next to the the processing plant for have the you poop. noticed the smell out there yeah but that's where the magic comes from yeah, is it's, it okay. it's from the okay. poop okay. the poop plant smell <laughs> infiltrates the mud and well i'm not gonna get into the science of it doug but it, it's good stuff i'm i'm working on that and then you know i, I don't know i've just been experimenting with stuff you know okay. cooking things yeah. and melting things and seeing what yeah. happens you know that you know the great scientific minds and such i got a lab set up in my camper well not not that kind of lab no mind you i I'm know, not I into know. drugs. But, but, you know, speaking of which, what, however, or whatever became of your moonshine operation? Like? Yeah, so about the moonshine operation, yeah, I blew it up. I wasn't trying to, mind you, but, you know, there's pressure involved when you're boiling things and it yeah, popped. It. I just yeah, never got back yeah. around to it. It wasn't that good of moonshine anyway. I heard it fair. was pretty good. Well, it gets you drunk, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> so will coloring yourself with Sharpies, apparently. So, you know, that there's a lot of ways to get there, Doug. It didn't need to be my moonshine, so I, I decided for the safer option. Uh, yeah, and then plus with all the herp stuff, you know, just explosions in oh, general yeah, have yeah. become a little bit of an issue oh, with I me. Know, I Maybe know. I got that yeah. PTSD stuff going on. I'm not sure. Yet. Anyway, how you been? I heard Paul called him a big jack. That was fun. He did fly all the way oh, around yes, the world to find did. one. Big Jack Cravel. Yeah, plenty, Indian Ocean Jack. Plenty of plenty of Jacks in Charleston, but you know, hey, I like to travel too and stuff. So, it sounds like you've been talking to Mike. No, no, Mike don't like me much. He don't talk to me that much anymore. I don't know what happened with Mike. He's kind well, of he's asshole. all married and stuff. And yeah, he already was on a diet. He's not drinking stuff. anymore. And yeah, yeah he's, he's on a diet. And I, I tried to give him some of my hellbender diet. 
hills, but he didn't like any of that. You know. Wait, tell me about that. Yeah, what's we, that all about? Y'all know what a hellbender is? It's, yeah, it's a lizard. right? Yeah, well, it's a big salamander, really. You know. Have you lizard. marketed that yet? I haven't heard it. No, it hasn't come out yet. Apparently, the FDA is starting to get involved in diet supplements, so I, I don't know that I want to cross that particular. Well, bridge. can we maybe market it on the next show? Well, yeah, maybe we can put a little underground supplement thing together, but we just got to be a little shh about it. But there's only like what three people living. Yeah, exactly. Though, anyway. I'm not worried about like I'm not worried about the problem. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You got to sell the stock you have. That's right. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe I go yeah. public one day. Richard Queso yeah. Enterprise. I can ring the bell. That would be so fun. Are you are you growing these hellbenders? Yeah, because they live up in like the wild. mountains and stuff, and you know it's a long drive for me because okay. my car's not that good. I keep hitting deer. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I just got a big fish tank mm. in the trailer, and I just breed them in there. You know, they like, grow kind of yeah. slow, but I don't need much hellbender per pill. So really, one hellbender go a long way. Does it really? Yeah, huh. yeah. You just chop them up real fine. You know, kind of grate them a couple of times. Huh. Keep them in the freezer. You're, you got freeze them, or like else a, they don't grate right. Is it uh-huh. chewable, or is it like a? No, capsules much more. Kind of like a gummy. Okay. But every time you <laughs> fart after you take one of them capsules, you better clear out the room because <laughs> it's a little bit stinky. It smells like well salamanders. <laughs> so <laughs> oddly enough, can you smoke them? I've never tried that, dude. Maybe I can make like those essential oil people. I mean, yes. like a diffuser. Yeah, yeah. With just hellbender parts. Oils. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. dump some yeah. hellbender in there and light them on fire. That'd like, be fine. Like in a vape pen. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I like that a vape pen. A vape pen. <laughs> vape Quesos, vaping pens. I vaping like the hellbender. Yeah, man. You know, have a little puff of hellbender. Uh-huh. I, I could vape a hellbender. I could get into that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah, this is fun. This is nice though. I really like it. your ceilings are like ninety five. Five feet uh-huh. tall, Paul. Yeah. That's way up there. You think we can maybe get you one day to do like a flipping and pitching demo in here? Flipping and pitching is what I do, Paul. I can flip and pitch all day. It's great. I yeah. Know. Maybe you play a little ring toss. Yeah, and set up a bedroom in the back corner. It'd be great. Yeah. Be <laughs> we, got, we got that couch. It'd be nice to walk out in the morning and not worry about stepping on a landmine. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I would appreciate maybe a change of scenery. <clears throat> well, okay, so we got to move on, buddy. We got to end this yeah. thing. Yeah, I know. I'm always the last little thing you want to ever want to talk to queso for the two well, it's like a, oh you're very important well it's like a little bit we got only like yeah. a structured yeah, amount of time that's all I am okay well I'm out of here I'm gonna go <laughs> try not to step on a landmine see y'all oh, this right. fun. or a hellbender or a hellbender yeah good times wow he is mail sack mail sack why is there hair in this mail sack mail sack mail sack let's all go inside mail sack mail sack why is there hair in this mail sack Oh, Jesus, Queso. He's something oh, else, man. isn't he? Yeah, man. We need to, like, uh, get the next show together. We'll have to get some questions for him. He's like Otherwise, he just treasure. goes, he just goes off on a tangent if you don't have him something to talk about, you know? <laughs> you got to give that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got to give him man. some direction. Otherwise, you don't know where yeah. you're going to end up with him. I'll tell you what. Well, good time, oh, boys. It was fun. Shit, man. It yeah. was a good time. Good and refreshing little bit there. It's good yeah. to be back. That was a good little I rough, the, like rough people enjoy intro. I think we, yeah, next time... We'll be a little smoothed out and be better. We gotta get yeah. back on it because I mean, we've just had too many. I, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm thankful, but you know, I'm. It, part of me is a little tired of getting emails and messages about when we're going to do the next show and and uh, you know, so I'm hoping you know we can do the right thing and do the show so y'all don't have yeah. to do that no more. I'm just so. glad somebody likes to listen. Yeah, it's I been mean, humbling. Taylor Trash needs a little competition. Yeah. I feel like they're having it too easy right now. Yeah, well, because nobody's making a good show that has to compete against them, so. <laughs> 
I think yeah. we need to you heard that, some Larry. Of the listeners you heard come, it. Uh, come sit in. What's that? Offer an opportunity for some of the listeners to come sit in. Like, yeah. like sit in on the show yeah. and talk a little bit? Yeah. Hey, I'm down with that. I mean, if you want to show up. it's an easy place to find. There's apparently there's a lot of people who love to come here. They do like coming here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe get Tucker here next time. Yeah, yeah. He, he said he couldn't do this one, but he's yeah. going, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I'm fine with anybody visiting Charleston as long as they leave when they're done. Like, True. This, this hanging yeah. around for everything's yeah. getting old. All right, boys. Well, we'll probably put this up tomorrow morning. Not that anyone listening yeah. can hear this yet. Yeah. Yeah. When you hear it, it'll be tomorrow morning. <laughs> Great. All right, uh, we'll let Ryan Bingham take us out of here. See y'all. I Thank you. That was Chris Stapleton. Oh, it's God. kind of insane. <laughs> Just a bleeding from the hip of a wild brush. He was a bloodhound. And Larry, that was Mike that said that.